Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. All right, what is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Uh, Thank you to everybody who is uh, about to listen to this episode. Thank you to uh, everybody that has been a continued listener and supporter of this show. It means a lot. Uh, We have a lot of fun bringing it to you each and every time uh, that we post one of these episodes. Uh, Today's guest is a guy that I have really enjoyed hanging out with over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I first... I'm not even sure where I first found out about Luke Kidgel, um, but probably through his uh, podcast co-host, Lewis Spears, maybe, or maybe I saw them together on a podcast, but regardless, I started following on him on Instagram, and I just really enjoy his comedy. I enjoy his sense of humor, uh, and I enjoy his take on a lot of things. Uh, so naturally, I wanted to get him on the podcast. It just worked out uh, that he was able to come on the show last weekend, uh, and then we were scheduled to work together uh, this weekend, just gone at the Grasses Greener Festival through uh, actually a co-sponsor in Nobby Underwear. Um, so yeah, it's been a really fun couple of weeks. Uh, the podcast was amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed this three-hour chat um, with Luke. Uh, I would just also like to mention that if you enjoy this podcast at all, a great way to support the show is to also support our guests. Luke has just dropped his first comedy special, which he self-funded. We talk about in the podcast. Um, he self-funded that and it is available at lukekidgel.com slash watch. Uh, it's $10 for the special and it's really, really funny. Uh, I bought it and watched it before he came on the podcast and, uh, yeah, it's $10 well spent. So if you want to support the show, um, support the guests that make the show possible um and yeah you can do that by downloading that special uh also a, another shout out to one of our sponsors who actually like i mentioned is a mutual sponsor uh the guys over at nobby underwear uh you can just go to nobby.com.au now um and join the nobby nation uh, for just 20 dollars a month you get a fresh pair of deadly duds every single uh month and it's a new design. Uh, they've got a bit of a Halloween-inspired design this month, which uh, looks really great. They did one last year as well um, for the month of October. Um, just just an awesome group of people. We had a ball yesterday at the festival. Luke and I worked together. Uh, I'll be reposting some of that content as well. Um, but yeah, you can join the Nobby Nation along with the uh, hundreds of other members of the Gypsy Gang that have done so and have 
sent me a bunch of messages and just uh, said that I wasn't full of shit. No, actually really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, nobbyunderwear.com.au. I'm pretty sure just nobby.com.au now as well uh, and join the Nobby Nation. All right, you can uh, also follow us on our various platforms at Gypsy Tales Podcast uh, on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, we've been doing a lot of work on the YouTube channel and trying to bring you a bunch of content. So uh, we're just going to keep it up while you guys keep listening. Uh, so yeah, enjoy this episode. Uh, I enjoyed bringing it to you guys and I hope, uh, I hope everyone likes it. I had a, have you ever heard of the comedian Dusty Rich? Yeah, I saw that you had him on. Yeah, I dude. looked at the thing and I was like, I wonder if they had any comics on. And I yeah, was like, he's, oh, Dusty. He's the fucking man, dude. Have yeah. you met him before? If he's like, no, I've never met him, but he's like, everyone talks about him here like he's just like an art. Like he's everyone's favorite idol comedian. Here. Yeah. Is he that good? Oh, right. But why is he here? Like, so his, his fucking, again. his story is incredible. He, oh, okay. um,. His podcast was like, that was probably the most fun podcast I've ever done. Like, they were the ones where you're like, oh, this is fucking worth doing. You know, because like, you're yeah, not going to know, you're not going to know every one of them, but uh, I want to know. Yeah, he, his story. He's um, heard so much about him. Yeah, he basically um, came from like super racist apartheid family. His dad was like in the apartheid army and shit. And is then, he South African? Yeah, yeah, he's oh. South African. And then he, um, basically just like left south africa because he got sick of racism <laughs> like, but he was touring with uh so then he came to australia <laughs> <laughs> good call man i'm sick of racism oh fuck it's back <laughs> <laughs> oh it's here too yeah. oh my god america yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so he uh yeah he ends up leaving his wife's aussie yep so that's probably more to the why he's truth of the story but he's like um but yeah so he he was touring with like that noah uh trevor noah trevor noah, yeah, yeah, yeah so with him and like he had a comedy central special over there but it was just crazy that a dude would have the balls to just up and leave when all that shit was going good to come to australia where there's fuck all of a comedy scene basically <laughs> like just to do some based comedy gigs at nobby yeah <laughs> but like, nobby's arc. dude we went so i saw him uh i went and watched theo Vaughn. Yeah, when yeah, he was I went and watched him in Melbourne as well. Oh, he was fucking yeah. good at it. It was probably top three shows I've ever been to. Yeah, right. It was great. Did uh, so he um yeah, he opened that's so why I was like, did Dusty open for him? But obviously not because no, he just did the local openers, I think. Yeah, so um but he opened for Theo and I was just like, What the fuck? like how have I not seen this guy before? Because I watched Oh, so you'd never no. heard of Dusty, right? No. I'd heard of him. Yeah. He's okay. just like a man the myth legend kind of guy in the comedy scene. And I've never met him, but I've heard a lot about him. Well, that that was the thing. So I saw him there, and then I looked for it on his, for his Instagram profile. Yeah, and it had like three thousand followers. I was like, this doesn't add up. Like, did he just get hacked? Like, how does no one know about him? You know, some comedians just don't. If you don't try and get a social media following, it's hard to just mm. accidentally get one. Because it's um, you got to try. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Like, that's what I found out it's with this. It's a second job. It's a fucking full-time job. It yes. seems like everything else is a job around social media, basically. I feel like my main job is, like, I'm a comedian, and I feel like I spend 90% of my time doing social media. It's and fuck. then 10% of my time doing comedy. That's what I, like, I guess before we started rolling, that's what yeah. I was saying, like, with this, there's just so much shit that, that has come with this, but I'm like, I don't like this bit. Like, I don't like any of this bit. I think people... Because I, I guess it's like all social media, they see the good part and they yeah. see the finished product and people think like, that looks easy, that looks great, you must have a incredible life. And it's like, yeah, you don't see the bits where I'm just like editing for five that, hours in a hotel. I, that's where I live. 
Yeah. That little dark fucking space. Corner. That's where I live. Yeah. Like literally here from fucking eight until ten. Yep. And it's like, and I'm still not doing enough. And I, I, I 100% know you're telling the truth because I do exactly the same thing. Yeah. So it, it's fucking, it's gnarly. So I, I guess with Dusty, he maybe he just doesn't. Most comics put in that time, you know, just uh, like doing stand up. Yeah. And unless they have uh, someone doing it for them, mm. uh, then they're not like that's why some comics need a manager. Yeah. Need a producer and stuff. But there's probably not. Like, is there that much of a infrastructure in Australia to support that kind no, of thing? You, I think you have to. Because I feel to like a, you have to do it yourself. You have to right? get it to a certain level to do to doing it yourself. Yeah. Before you can then even afford to get other people to do things for you. Like, I've only just reached the stage where I'm getting people to help me out with my stuff. Like, where I'm, you know, got an editor a couple of days a week, and but I can only afford that because of things like Patreon and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Okay. You know, without that, I would still be doing it myself and yeah. struggling even more yeah. to keep up. Yeah, I mean, even this, like, uh, this fuck, this is basically like I've been broke for two years because of this one room. Yeah, but it's a good room to be. You know, if if it makes you feel any better, I went in and I was like, it was a nice room. You know, <laughs> he's nailed it. Good lighting, good cameras, uh, and general good vibe. Comfy seats. Good for you. Perfect. Uh, there's um. So this hopefully this wall. I'm actually gonna build like the this table. I'm gonna get the same wood because like we built the tables, we built everything. So I'm gonna run. Why like, don't you just buy a table? I don't know. <laughs> Have you heard of fantastic furniture? I just went to, I was like, I went to Bunnings too many times. Give and me then some like, wood. No, no, I just said at the end, I was like, no, that's it. I'm not doing one more trip to Bunnings. I mean, you built this table. This is a nice table. Yeah, it's good. But I mean, yeah, like but I just. You, you know, you can buy nice tables. Yeah, I know, but yeah. no, too poor. Oh, so I, it's cheaper to build, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I think this block of timber was like 200 bucks. And then, um, then I had to like sand it all and varnish it and shit. Yeah, okay. And then we got the legs. Because this is easily a two thousand dollar table. Yeah. So this is probably like a, I reckon a five hundred dollar table. But if you bought it, yeah, fully made, yeah, like I would do, because I'm a piece of shit and I don't know how to <laughs> sand or what was it, varnish. I don't know what that means. So I think it means laminate it or coat it. I swear to God, the people at Bunnings, like, they knew who I was, and because I got a van, so I'd go to the trade counter. Yeah. So like, you drive. I wouldn't park in the car park, and then you'd go all the way up to the top to the trade counter, and it's the same dudes that work there all the time. Yeah. And I just look like a fuckwit, like just lost so they're the just whole like, time lost. this guy is coming every day but he doesn't know what he wants <laughs> no that's, yeah. exa- that's exactly what happened <laughs> and they're like this cunt isn't a tradie <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like in the trade thing yeah. every time got a jack russell hanging out the window every <laughs> yeah. time wearing board shorts and fucking out of our slides every time it's like who is this fucking weirdo and i just had the most, you did it in oh, the end oh in the end Good fuck for you the running joke like because so we rent out these rooms to a couple friends yeah and they're just fucking in their work and just laughing like look at this fucking dickhead like toiling away <laughs> this guy following his dreams what a dickhead <laughs> that's the most strange shit ever you, you see someone pursuing their passion and everyone's like fuck head <laughs> <laughs> what a knob eh? yeah everyone hates people doing something it's like are you doing a thing i fucking do dude take the afternoon off like my friends are, oh man i get roasted for like just like having a career like <laughs> i'm just like not a dead shit so they're, they're just like fuck that what, guy what a loser yeah it's not a dead shit what a fucking loser that's like is the most australian thing is like tall poppy syndrome it's like bad here it's like oh someone's doing well shit on them until they stop it comes it that it, it's funny like because obviously to be on the podcast you have to be 
a person I'm like interested in talking to. Yeah, right. Which means you'd have to do something, something yeah, to be yeah. remotely interesting. And it comes up so much. Like that's what everyone says. They're like, ah, oh, you just like start doing good, and then people are just like, fuck you. Especially people in your industry. Like, mm. no matter what it is. It's like every workplace, though. If you're a good lawyer, I'm sure other lawyers are like, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, I'm sure yeah. it's like that in every industry. Yeah. I've, let it, I've, I've sort of tried to go the other way because I feel like I used to be more negative than I am. It actually backfired on me last night, too. I was like, I'm going to be super positive to this guy that I used to think was a piece of shit that was, like, and in the industry. And realized he was still a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, and then he, like, had this conversation with me. I was like fuck this guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this guy's actually a fuck with <laughs> yeah. but like for the most part but that doesn't mean that like you know you're that guy you, <laughs> that doesn't mean you're the guy who's always negative that guy could just be a fuck no with. that's what i resided to yeah i was like some people are just fuck wits but yeah. like in general I'm trying to go the exact opposite way these days and just be super positive towards everyone but i think it's because when you realize how hard this shit is and you're like ah oh, man you just got to have any level of respect for someone doing something oh for sure you know yeah yeah. i respect like anyone who's made it to a certain point like even if people go, oh he's shitty he, he's not he must be so stupid it's like dude you can't be stupid to get to that level mm. of like in whatever you do like i don't know who's a dumbass uh people might think what charlie sheen is a dumbass maybe well he's a dickhead it's like <laughs> the dude has some level of intelligence to get <laughs> where he is millions of dollars yes. at one point that's in time. probably not a good example i don't think many people think he's a dumbass <laughs> at um, one point in time he was the highest paid television star of ever. course it was like millions of dollars eh, yes. per episode I don't know. there's there's probably better examples but um, i know what you mean though. yeah yeah because there's all like the good example would be like footy players for sure where they're like what a fucking piece of shit he pissed in his own face yeah and it's like oh the cunt's trained pretty hard though like yeah, he's it's a like pretty he good footy player earned- that piss in his face how dare you, you know? don't take this away from me. it's like that guy is the reason why i you know why i vaguely follow footy still and you know because i'm like he's out there giving his all on the, on the weekend and it's like he can do what he wants on a sunday i don't give a shit dude speaking of sport do we not give a fuck about bathurst apparently um is that on yeah ah oh, sick yeah <laughs> don't know with you is, it's here in like two weeks time is it on the gold uh, coast i think so yeah, yeah because i'm going to it yeah oh cool it is. Well, you'd want to know yeah, to see like, you attend it yeah, I was like, mm, I've got to shoot photos on Friday. Ah, oh, because of like car racing and Red Bull. And yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So I still do that occasionally. So you like an adrenaline junkie? No, nah, you just photograph nah, adrenaline mm, junkies. No, nah, so I used to race. Like, so I used to race motocross and that was like okay. all I wanted to do, basically. I was like, I'm going to be professional. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to fuck bitches and get money. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm not very good. So then <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like with footy as a kid you know like every kid every is kid like I grew up in Melbourne so every kid in Melbourne's like I'm going to be an AFL player and I started Kick and I was killing it and I got fourth best and fairest in juniors and I was like I think if I'm only fourth best and fairest in my local under 16s team and I we suck yeah, and we stink yeah <laughs> I don't think this is going to go well so uh, then I was in a band for a bit really and then I played a few battle of the bands we didn't win any and I was like I don't think this is what I'm good at <laughs> and then I did comedy and started bombing heaps and I was like now this is what I'm good at <laughs> I could be consistently yeah, terrible at exactly <laughs> uh, but and then was... luckily I got better at the comedy thing yeah you definitely did now I um I ended up just doing the film thing because I wanted to stay in the industry like a lot of my friends went pro yeah. So then I was like, oh, so you just wanted to keep hanging out. Yeah, with I was them. like, we just need to keep the band together. Yeah. So then I got a camera. I like literally maxed out yeah. an eight thousand dollar credit card. 
yeah. on a camera and that tripod that tripod there actually and what, then just so you could go on like boys weekends to bathurst and stuff like that <laughs> well that i just followed them around like as they were doing their pro career and it was like right when youtube was sort of starting to be a thing yeah so then i just started posting shit to youtube and did that help blow them up like like yeah oh is that a thing i'm not sh- i don't have any so, idea like, about that field but does is it like ufc where if you have like a bigger profile kind of off out of the cage and like like Conor McGregor yeah, is yeah. so so much of a brand at this point is why he gets paid huge money to fight he is a great fighter yeah. but it's also because he has a a big brand outside yeah. of it kind of like Dustin Martin in uh, the AFL yeah like I don't know who that is he plays for Richmond he's just yeah. like on billboards uh, like I reckon yeah. he'd make half of his money from brand deals and yeah. endorsements then yeah. he like and then the other half from actually playing footy is it like that with motocross or? so these days it's getting more more so back then it was like uh it was so behind that it's like no one had seen anything right so it wasn't like that was an extra push for people it was like this whole thing's just so new like actually filming these guys not at the races and then filming them behind the scenes at the races it was like super early days like vlogging almost yeah but like around the sport and then what happened is brands were like oh we should do like a brand video like this guy's like he's a rock star or red bull or whatever athlete so like where you you, can you film him making uh, with our product and then we'll put it on youtube yeah so that's sort of how it worked out Ah, that's smart it's smart for brands to get on board but now you see that shit like that's so common i mean yeah it's most tv even yeah basically like, well have you watched the block uh yeah on and off that is really. an ad of course all of the block is an ad all all those shows are yeah. an ad. and even like all the tv shows is an ad for the other tv shows like have you been paying attention it's just an ad for the bachelor and all the other all yeah, other channel because 10 shows. like they just go like all right on the bachelor this week which is also our show uh which you can watch on 7 30 p.m on wednesdays like they, they and drop, what's happening in it is yeah and and we're go, gonna bring her out yeah <laughs> and then we're gonna have a fight yep and then we're gonna uh have you been paying attention nope no yeah and then all you realize is no one actually watches except for me watches the bachelor have uh, you um have you noticed that that that's been happening a little bit with the whole podcast world though what like so like so Andrew Schultz you said you guys had him on the show yeah, yeah. so he was on your show he was on Isaac's show yeah. and then I saw him fuck where did I watch I watched him it was back in America and it was like you could see he was like doing bits like podcast bits oh yeah like he had his topics but and that's he, like, he was doing a tour and it's like it's very comedic like it's a comedian thing to do but I feel like I I'm don't just, do that you don't because I just would rather go with the flow and have a conversation yeah. I'm not trying to push a certain but way I of think thinking. that has leaked into the podcast world a little bit I mean it's kind of like how on tonight shows in America like when you know Ricky Gervais or whoever is yeah. telling a story it's not like yes they're like hey, like, hey Jimmy you know that time when, yeah. you know they've gone to him like oh you know how the industry works it's like hey what would you like to talk about yeah. um, wh- what should I say to segue into this story and we'll make it come off as a natural conversation dude Jimmy Fallon is the worst yeah and that. he just pierces himself laughing hits hits the table oh my god you're so funny oh my god <laughs> I went to watch a taping in New York last oh, year oh really yeah I have a story about it um, and it's gonna be a plug but at the end of my special I have a story <laughs> about uh bumping into Kesha backstage because she was the musical act. So how did you get backstage to it? I had a mate who does the sign writing. He writes the cards. So you know how like we have teleprompters in Australia. They, at NBC for some reason, because it's like a traditional thing for SNL and Jimmy Fallon, they still hand write the lines and flip the cards. I think it's just because it's like a tradition 
thing and maybe some of the older presenters like Fallon who started off with the cards on SNL just prefer using the handmade cards that seems backwards as fuck mm, but that's his job so he yeah. just sits there and writes cards all day really yeah it was kind of showing me like I was like how many did you write today and he had like you know 40 or 50 cards and you just gotta write in the same handwriting it's kind of a strange job that's a uber weird job and it's like a job they could there was three people doing it and I was like you could be that's how much money they're making they're just kind of paying people to keep up traditions you know what like they could cut you know 300k a year there that's what not I'm, paying those three guys I don't know how much they get paid probably not 100k but yeah but still it's still. like you gotta think it's in New York right yeah so to lit like this is what I always sort of say when people have a job it's like when you have a job basically your boss is just going like um alright so I'm gonna let you live within this price range of, like you can live a lifestyle that's mm. worth about 60 grand are you cool with that because I'll pay for that lifestyle for you and then you're like, uh, yeah, no, that, I feel like I could make it work. Yeah. And then he like gives you this money to like make it work that you still show up to work every day, but you've got to like kind of live within that window. Yeah. So it's like, there's a dude at NBC that's like, hmm, we need some cards to be written out. Yeah. So we got to find someone and just pay for his whole life in New York City yeah. within a three, uh, uh, Sixty, seventy thousand yeah. dollar window. Like that seems like a lot of money that just goes like out into the world to just have cards written. Yeah, and they could like, just be a- typing it. Like I'm sure it's. I'm sure they. <laughs> I don't even know how the scripts work. I'm assuming they write the scripts on a computer and then they write <laughs> it out. So it's like, dude, just copy paste it into the teleprompter. That's one person's job instead of three people writing cards. <laughs> it is that. But them. I feel like I don't want them to hear this podcast and then my mate gets fired. Now <laughs> they're like, oh shit, we didn't think of that. <laughs> We could have been saving heaps of money. Or, or it's like you get the next dude that comes on and no, it, it's like, nah, I like him in a tablet. <laughs> so you yeah. got a stone mace and chip, <laughs> chip it away. Yeah, oh. like that's the Ten Commandments, but it's <laughs> just Jimmy Fallon's monologue. <laughs> um, it's so crazy how loaded that dude is. I went out Fallon. with them after the show. It was a oh, Wednesday really? night show and my mate's like, oh, come out for beers. We go, it's like near Rockefeller Center. Yeah, near, yeah. Just across the road, there's some pub. And he's like, oh, every Wednesday, uh, Jimmy Fallon just pays for a tab. So come over and there's free beers all night. So one night, just Jimmy Fallon was just paying for my beers all night. And I was like, D- he doesn't even care how many people is there. Come, yeah. Because like, it just, it, it, what, maybe what, it would be like four grand at the end of the night. That's like, Jump change. he wouldn't even pick that up off the ground. Nah. <laughs> like, how much does he get paid an episode do you know I would imagine oh, let's find out a lot I mean if people like uh, I know the Big Bang Theory people are getting paid I heard something ridiculous I heard a million an episode but I don't I don't think that's right um, maybe it is oh dude I, I think Charlie Sheen at some point was like 7 million a show or something an, an episode 3 million an episode why do like you need that crazy? much money at that point what are you spending <laughs> it on how much money does Jimmy Fallon make per show so 16 million a year and do they do it is there off seasons off seasons I mean is there like uh, is there like time off or like is it seasonal the show no, no I think it's it just, just goes around. yeah okay, so, that's, not, that's that's a lot more that's a lot less than I was expecting I thought a little bit more too to be honest um, but, but you know what I bet he's not paying for those beers I bet it's NBC I bet that doesn't come out of his 16 million dollar 
Yeah, he'd very lucky to believe it, wouldn't he? Yes, I read. If I was only making, I mean, not only, I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> if but if I was making sixteen million dollars a year, I wouldn't just pay for some random guy from Australia's beers fuck every no. Wednesday. I don't know that I'd be buying many people beers if I had sixteen million dollars. Like, get the fuck really? out! Really? Get the fuck <laughs> I out! I sometimes shout my mates, and I'm so poor. I'm just a nice guy. Yeah, but I do that because I'm poor. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, one, you know, you're like, I'm one of the people. Yeah, I'm, one, I'm doing this for the If I get that much money, there's no way I'm caring about other people. Get the fuck out of here. You're like, I can't see them from my helicopter. I was like, fuck those peasants. I cared for all these people when I was poor. Yeah. I'm fucking not doing it now. I'm rich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, $45 million net worth. Jimmy Fallon's net worth stands at 45. That's not. It's not that much, really. But what does he do? I mean, I was saying that's not much. That's more money than I'll ever have or see. Ever. So it is a lot. Have you ever thought about that? Like, Had like I think about, this is like, a, let's say a car you want to get mm. and then you like know your current bank balance and then you're like, it's not just an easy way to just get that car. You know what I mean? Like, you have, yeah, you're pretty far away from it. Gambling. It's like, you'd have to, <laughs> like, what would have to happen? Like, someone would have yeah, to yeah. download your special like randomly a fuck ton of times like I mean oh, today no, like, 30,000 people downloaded say, my special say if like Kevin Hart tweeted my special link you That's know something I, yeah. like that would have to happen yeah. that happened to um that Australian band 5 Seconds of Summer really so it was so weird you, you know that band yeah 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 see I used to be like really into pop punk and stuff when in my teenage years yeah and I used to follow these random Australian pop punk bands one day these four guys sitting in their bedroom popped up on my YouTube and I was like yeah they're alright you know they're pretty good they were doing some cover of a song that I liked I started following them. They had like 1,000 likes on their Facebook page. Three weeks later, the guy from One Direction just tweeted out their cover, like Nile or one of the yeah, guys. Yeah. And then within three months, they were on the road with the biggest band in the world touring arenas. And they were just this like four guys from high school. So that does happen. Yeah. To like, you know, it's to the 0.0001% yeah. it can happen. And I guess now those guys are millionaires and they're killing it. But that's what I mean. Like, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, that that would have to happen to you. You know what I mean? Yes, like, that there would have, have to be, There would have to be some kind of, and the same with me for this, but then there's even like a, I guess with the special, people like buy your special, it's like a PayPal thing. Yeah. But like with this, Say something like but Rogan that's not tweets how it. I make my money though. It's like I'm that that is a one income stream, but it's just like I'm not I'm not relying on my year yeah, income yeah, from this comedy yeah. special. I do tours all yeah, throughout the year. Yeah. I do gigs. I do you know some corporate stuff. Like you just do whatever. Like if I were just relied on people buying my comedy special on my website, I would be in a gutter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do one, yeah, and then that's it. Yeah, like it, I'm, I, haven't, I don't even know how it's been up for a week, so I don't know how it's gone yet. I oh, don't yeah. look at, I don't ask for like reports and stuff. Uh, I don't. Know, I used to. I used to be like really obsessed with like how many tickets have I sold to this show and like how many things have I sold. And now I'm just like I can't change the number. I'll just promote yeah. it as well as I can, do all the marketing, and then. It is what it is, and I my, my life doesn't change either way. I feel like comedy, the way that, especially in an industry like here, like, do you watch um, Kill Tony at all? Like, do you follow Tony? I'm Lynch aware of it, I don't. Oh, so it, I no. watch that. That's like my morning, put that on, like, yeah. do shit around the house, because it's like... It's a brutal podcast. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. But there's some dimes on there, dude, like some absolute gems. This is a guy, Malcolm Hatchett. Yeah. And uh, have you watched that? I'll send you a link to it. It's like this seven minute thing. So basically he comes on and he gets his minute and he just fucking kills. And then they're like, I've always thought about what I do. Cause I was like, I went to the comedy store last year and I know about the podcast. And I was like, if I had a minute, 
Like, I don't even know. It's an art in itself. It's an art to, to get people on, not only on your side laughing, but then like piercing themselves and going like, yes, we want more in a minute. In a minute, Like, yeah. I, I've done that in maybe three minutes because yeah. you, you could tell a little story, a story and stuff. One minute is like, what do you do? Like, one-liners, like, that would work because I feel like that would bomb and people are like, get off. I think it's more like from what I've so seen. You just got to come on and say something that goes bang. Well, I think it's like a presence too. Yeah. Like you, you, there's people that like look funny. Like when you walk on this and not in the literal, literal like physical sense, yeah. like, oh, he's got a fucking weird head. But like there's a, there's like a, a confidence that's the is way you funny. carry yourself. Yeah, there's like yep. a presence. So I think that is instantly like you have to go on in that minute and look funny. Is there people who have, have, had careers being made out of that so podcast so this is that guy so Malcolm Hatchett yeah. so he's a black dude he's from North Carolina yeah. he's living in a car in well he's not anymore he was living in a car in fucking Hollywood sharing at a Planet Fitness and like he literally just said that like he said these kind of like funny um, fuck we should just play it and then I'll just delete it out because it's super fucking funny um, yeah I want to see this yeah like I've never watched much I know one he's guy coming next on I think he's coming in like a couple weeks um I think that's uh, first seven appearances. So he's like a regular. So he is now. Wow, and I'm excited about this. One word. So sorry, podcast. We're gonna have to delete this later. So just bear with us a minute. So have you never watched any of these? Not really. I I've watched a couple, maybe of ones that gone viral. Is that Travis Barker in the background? Is that the Aquabats? You ever go to court and think you get community service? I fucked up, hold on. <laughs> you ever go to court and think you're going to jail, but you get community service? But then you go to jail because you don't do community service. <laughs> and if you in jail for community service, you can't be walking around like I'm here for community service. Do walk up on you be like, what you waiting for? You better be like, hours, nigga. Man, for hours. I got an aunt, she's fat, she just started working out. And she always reward herself when she worked out. The other day she was on Facebook, she said, just left the gym, uh, walked two miles, I'ma reward myself. I said, I, I messaged her back, I said, that's why you fat. <laughs> Eat McDonald's, bada bada bada, you need to cancel that membership. There's not a lot of time, eh? I mean, he did, he did good. Was, was that the one that got him famous? No. I don't think so. Nah, so then... To, uh, and then they just but like so gross this, you, yeah. This or is compliment. You. So they they sort of do like a mix of roasting, mix of complimenting. But I think his interviews made him a little bit more, like got him a little bit more. Um, he is likable. Like already, I'm just like, oh, I want to kind of yeah. hear what this guy has to say. So like, I think the interview made it more like his story when they got into his story. Yeah. It sort of made his bit even better. Yeah, so like the the interview that they did after, it was like they talked to him for seven minutes. These people already know who he is from two weeks ago. He's got like that fucking Ghetto Fresh Prince vibes, you know? Yeah. I'm back. What's up? Shit. I hooked up with a homeless lady. This minute's good. Because I'm homeless. After we got done, she looked at me and she said, so what are we? 
I said, bitch, we still homeless. <laughs> now go back to that tent. She told me, okay. I hate fat girls talk about other fat girls. I was at the mall the other day, my homegirl. She said, look at that big bitch over there. I said, bitch, that's your shadow. <laughs> this is you and that's you, both of you. Huh. Scoot over, bitch. I got pulled up by the cops the other day. I was so scared I snatched up my homeboy in the passenger seat. Cops said, you know you're speeding? I said, yeah, but Antonio got crack in his pocket. <laughs> I said, I got this officer. Antonio, put your hands up. Put your hands up. Cops, give me your gun. Antonio, get back in the car. We stole that nigga gun. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys, bad. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he's fucking good, eh? So is that like like the standard? Like is that a... I don't know what's a good nah, or bad shit. set. They're oh, they're shit. always shit. Yeah. So like nine times out of ten... So for people listening, I'll give you a little bit of context. Because I've seen, I went to a, a an imp, uh, I went to an open mic at the Improv one night, and was it shit? Ah, uh, like it was like every open mic, like yeah, hit or miss. Seventy uh, percent shit, thirty percent great, mm. and there's no in the middle. <laughs> like there's no middle ground. <laughs> it's either terrible or fuck this guy's sick. I think it's because when someone good comes on after three people have bombed, you're like, oh, this is really great. appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so basically they, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, he has like a bit of a panel, gets a comedian on, and then they do a live show at a comedy store, and it's an open mic, but they only get one minute, yep. and then they interview them after. So I think Malcolm's interviews are probably what made him more famous, because like his story was just crazy, like yeah. he was like sharing at Planet Fitness, and like he had jokes in his interview, basically, like he really was like working, like he was working Tony. Yeah, in a, right. in a sense, you know. So I think that's kind he of. Seems like what, a guy who's naturally funny. And yeah, it's like naturally like a guy in the street, and you're like, oh, you can tell when some people are the same guy. Yeah, like, you'd be like the same if I spoke Dusty. to you at a restaurant. Dusty. Yeah. Same dude. I feel like I'm the same person. Yeah. I don't have like an on stage persona. A lot of comedians do. They're yeah. like, there's like on stage them, and then off stage. Well, I feel like them. that would be like Nick Schwartz is kind of like that. I reckon yeah like and he's just like a character of himself yeah and that like you can't be that dude all the time and I feel like you just get so over playing that fucking character like yes and I think then that's when you see those like real bitter twisted resentful old comics it's because they've like played this fucking caricature of themselves for so long yeah I couldn't do that no. I just have to be myself and I think you can't do that in the world of podcasting either you can't play a character all the time or you'll go insane yeah and I think that it's like especially like this show like we'll do it for uh, like hours yeah. you know and it's like I feel like for an hour you could fake it and like put forward a version of yourself but by three hours and like especially if you're smoking weed or drinking yeah. or you're just like you're yourself yeah. and if you're a fuckwit you're a fuckwit <laughs> yeah how many fuckwits you, uh, fuckwits <laughs> how many fuckwits have you had on this podcast uh, I'm on here every week oh great <laughs> every so show every episode <laughs> that's it like whenever anyone's like oh I've been listening to the show and I was like dude you already know I'm a wanker yeah like everybody that listens to this show just haven't figured out I'm a wanker yet <laughs> well, <laughs> like, that, like well, save yourself the time you already know I mean like if they hadn't figured it out they have now <laughs> I don't think you're a wanker you seem like a nice guy uh, we've only known each other for about 40 minutes that's what's weird about these things too yeah is you just you're like hey I'm here and then some people <laughs> forget that I think like when they listen to the podcast you're like yeah. oh these two, two people chat and you're like sometimes they don't they know each other they don't know each other yeah well that like the I had one the other week it was I kind of I had a feeling it was going to be a tiny bit weird but not as weird as it got Maybe. it was like uh, they're called the Craze Co and they like do you remember in Sydney that like 
they do all those pranks on 420 like the giant weed tree and fucking um whatever the mall thing is in sydney and then they did like a fake dispensary they do all of these like i'm not into that into that world yeah so anyway they're very into that world and i had them and i was just like super weird but i was like "Mm, it's interesting maybe but yeah that's like but again it's like you don't know and you you have a lot of times you'll have like a conversation on instagram i feel like that would be one of the is the appeal of this podcast is like you kind of don't know what you're going to get every episode yeah and that's the cool part that's why keeps people coming back yeah maybe hey it's weird what it's like it's weird just what keeps people coming back to and like you find a lot of people will just be super diehard about a podcast like everyone's got like their thing that they listen to yes and they might have like three or four that are like fringe yes but they have like one thing and i feel like that's what happened with like rogan's one is like rogan's was that nucleus yes and then people started having their own around sure, it yeah, and then yeah. it was just that was like the there little fringe thing so many podcasts that stemmed off that like Theo's and uh, Father and the Kid, kid. Uh, bunch of the ones in LA there's a whole podcast scene over there whereas there's not really that in Australia yet I feel like there could be and there will be in about five years yeah because there's a bunch of uh, people who are starting and uh, and I'm sure there'll be just a network that stems off everyone else's yeah that's one that's been one of my goals with this too because obviously like living there and I like I could see it happen over there. Like I was just around those people, yeah. And I could see. So you did some work. You were just saying before, yeah. For Brandon and yeah. Brian, yeah, like a, a little bit. Yeah. And it was more like, I guess, like consulting in a way with just some film, the film side of things, because their studio is actually literally across the street from my old house. All oh, right. So like the building, same with where Theo records his. So I they think all Theo's moved now to a different one. Oh, I wonder if they're in the same building though. I think Joe moved as well. I, I mean, I follow them on Instagram. I don't yeah, keep up with that much, but I know there's some new studios happening. Yeah, his is out in uh, like Malibu. Joe's like That's or not, a while away, not, not maybe not Malibu, but like it's LA around so that area. Big. It's fucking crazy. It's dude. I didn't even see it all. I was there for five days and I saw like Venice Beach and I stayed on Hollywood Boulevard like a dickhead. And uh, I had to shithole, every man. fucking morning, a Hulk would be like, want to get a photo? I'd be like, fuck off, Hulk. You asked me that yesterday. <laughs> that was the other Hulk, yeah, bro. This is my day. Fucking Mexican Superman. Um, who was balding. And I was like, dude, you don't. Do you, you feel sorry for them people? Yes, because I was just like, where, like, you're not even, he's not even putting an effort. That's what was bothering me. I'm like, you're not even doing the little Clark Kent hair curl on the forehead. I was like, you're not even trying. Like, you're balding. You I, you don't look like Superman. Like, at least, if you don't look like the person, do a character with a mask. I'm sure Hulk didn't look like Bruce Banner, but when he puts on the mask, he looks like Hulk. Yeah. So it's like, there was a guy who kind of looked like, um, uh, what's the other guy with the, you can see the face some superhero I don't, Captain America <laughs> yeah, there was a guy yeah. who looked like Captain America yeah, yeah. and I was like oh you kind of look like the guy from, you know I get that I see why someone in your personal life was like you know what you should do man you should stand in here every day like a piece of shit and rip off tourists and he was like I should do that I kind of look like the guy but when you see like some balding 40 year old who's like oh, I think I look like Superman every, someone in his personal life should have been like dress up as the Hulk bro <laughs> it's not for you wait Nacho Libre that's yeah. you yeah. <laughs> you need to be Nacho yeah, Libre it's like dude you look like fucking Jack Black not Clark Kent 
That's a wake up call when you look a little like Nacho Liberator <laughs> a superhero. Uh, and then even more, uh, even more exposing of your personality when you still decide to dress up as Superman, <laughs> not Nacho Liberator. <laughs> There's a lot of tells going yeah. on here. We can learn a lot about them. But yeah, I stayed in some like, uh, you know what I stayed in? I found out when I got there, I put it on my Instagram story and all these people started messaging me, all these girls. I was standing at, at the La Palms Hotel on Hollywood Boulevard, which is apparently the hotel that is at the end of Pretty Woman, oh. um, where he like comes to her and he, she comes out the window. And I, I then looked it up. I'd never seen the film. All these girls were like, oh my God, just think it from Pretty Woman. And they were like, that's so cool. And I was like, no, it's not. Because this that was filmed in the 80s <laughs> and they nothing. haven't changed it. <laughs> there are Julia Roberts' stains still on the floor. Like, they are, it's brutal. Like, it was a shithole. It was one of those places where they hadn't laid the carpet properly and you trip over, like, lumps of carpet that were sticking up. Uh, yeah, it was a hazard. That place was just, a, like, a waiting to be, like, burnt down for insurance purposes. Dude, we went... We, uh, after a Supercross in, in LA, it was at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. One of my buddies, he was just trying to get some puss. He had, like, a chick from college that moved to LA and it was her birthday party yep. and it was in the weirdest fucking place ever it was in like this uh, Asian uh, like Korea town sort of place but then it was a pirate bar so then you had to like knock on the door with like a fucking like a big brass door oh, handle and a guy thing. with one eye answers yeah. it and was like <gasps> yep <laughs> it's grunty you no know what I mean? yes oh <laughs> literally <laughs> sick. he had like an eye patch on oh, okay. and he's like he goes what's the password and then I'm like the password and then he just slammed it like just in character not like hey man you need a password to come in here literally like a fucking pirate would like slam the door and then he didn't get let in and then we're like alright cool so then he like texts her friend his friend and then uh, he goes oh yeah you've got to say shiver me timbers <laughs> so I'm not joking. I would have been like I'm leaving I'm going <laughs> that, home that's what I said because if this is the entry point at the bar it's only going to get shitter from here it's like I don't want me to end up on some weird walking the plank thing at 2am being like how did I get here I just was trying to get some puss and now I'm fucking walking an imaginary plank in some bar uh, so we, we, we a pirate bar yeah so oh. we get in everyone's dressed like a pirate I'm dressed yeah. like I just filmed for 12 hours at a super cross race so a pirate <laughs> I feel like if you put on a hat you could and took off the hipster glasses you yeah, could be a I pirate could, I got the beard yeah black eye I do an eye patch on the non-black eye yeah. I'd be fucking I look in. like um, not a pirate I look like um, the navy guy's rich son you know what I mean like that guy in Pirates of the Caribbean like, I and look, you've got a wig with like curly yeah, white hair my dad would be absolutely part of like the navy not the pirate side yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't give off pirate vibes at all oh I'm glad I feel like I'm half happy I give off pirate vibes that's cooler I think it's way cooler to be like an outlaw in that situation you're I one got, of the people I got a comment on YouTube the other day that said I'm the most feminine guy a man has ever seen have they seen me? <laughs> I look like the commandeer's son. <laughs> <laughs> the, the commandeer. Is that's, that what it's called? Yeah, the that's the word yeah. I was looking for. I was like, fuck, I wish I could chime in with that word. <laughs> yeah, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean quite recently. Nailed it. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, we, we got in the... Um, Mate, I can't believe someone said that to you. Yeah, I know, weird, eh? And that, but it actually made me feel good because I was like, oh, that's how wrong people are. <laughs> I was like, cool. No yeah, drama, okay. I'm down with that. But because... Uh, the problem with comments is like when some of them get them like fairly right 
and you're like, mm. oh, my comment you're section right, you cunt. is so brutal. Like really? under my videos, yeah, I get like, you look like a rejected Jonas brother, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, they're right. Like, <laughs> I was like, they. I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, oh my god, I should give Nick and Joe a call, like, if in case Kevin ever pulls out. And I hate I know their names. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking amazing <laughs> oh, yeah the ones that are right they're the ones that fucking really hurt don't yeah. they but um but yeah, yes. so you're in a par at bar I so we, we get into the bar and like it was so bad like it was just every bit as bad as like the entrance story and then you know when you've got like that one friend that just like is just so keen to like get this chick yeah. it's been like this high school or college fucking fantasy that he just never let go of and it was instantly apparent that she was not like nothing was gonna happen yeah so we spent the whole night basically trying to convince him that this is a super shit idea yeah. he, he's watched one American Pie film and thinks this, this is could happen destiny. yeah he's like he's like dude I watched the girl next door before I came yeah. and I'm like I fucking feel like I know what it takes <laughs> and then so anyway it all goes so like to, mate you're in a pirate bar right now no <laughs> one's getting laid here <laughs> the dude in the costume that's fucking way better looking than you yeah. and actually in the theme like to go with her pirate outfit yeah like she's not walking out yeah. with a dude in vans no from on her birthday no, she's walking out party with, night. she's walking out with captain feather sword oh, all right yeah. so step up 100 yeah. percent. like she's not going home with like a dude that looks like he's an uber driver that's just pulled in for a drink yeah like that's pretty much what's going on here but it's so we uh fuck weird story to get all the way to the hotel bit it was so late that i was like dude we gotta find a hotel i'm fucked we've been working all day we got it stay here oh, you didn't have a hotel no no so we were gonna drive back but where i was living at the time was like an hour and it was like two o'clock in the morning and i'm yeah. like dude i'll die if we drive home. plus we were drunk so i was yeah. like well the only thing to do here is get a hotel yeah so then we go and it was like exactly what you said like the shittest hotel oh. from like the 60s yeah and they hadn't changed anything so we got in the place smelled like cats like fucking <laughs> heavy stench of cats and then it was the we walked we paid so the dude did get some puss <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> vagina <laughs> it was cats it was cat stank <laughs> he, got, he got he got pussy allergies <laughs> that's, that's it yeah uh, but then the roll the the fucking uh the elevator was like one of those old ones where you have to manually fucking close it and I was Hang like, on. "What do you mean? <laughs> have you never seen those? An elevator where you have to shut the door? Yeah, it's so old that you shut the door and then you like pull the lever. Nope, I would, I that, wouldn't get in. I'd be like, oh, stairs are a thing. Let's that, do that. It's safer. That's my rule, basically, yeah. that I try and live by. That if you have to manually operate the elevator, that you shouldn't be in that building. Of course, it's too old to have an elevator. So then we we got in there, got in the room." And the fucking shower curtains had blood stains all over them. The room yeah. smelled terrible. And I was like, I don't give a fuck how drunk I am. I'm driving home. So we just fucking peaced out. <laughs> <laughs> so so this story just ends with a felony and just, just, just a drink driving <laughs> Just a drink story. driving yeah. And then I uh, moved back to Australia and started this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's your life story. You're like, and it all started in a pirate bar. <laughs> <laughs> with a bar. And now I'm here. <laughs> oh, fuck. But yeah, so... Yeah, that was a that was a weird and long story. That's to a get good to the, story. But to get to the hotel bit, that's what hotels are like there. So you paid for a hotel room and saw a blood stain and didn't sleep there. Dipped. I was like, I'm not getting in that bed. Absolutely not. 
there's no chance. It would have been a fun game. How many diseases can I catch? Uh-huh. You know, because they have like bed bugs over there. Of course, like legit bed bugs. Yeah, which, you could probably. Can you get them here? I'm sure. Yeah, you could. yeah. I've L- never heard of them. Though. Lewis, yeah. uh, the guy, Lewis Spears, another comedian. I did do a podcast with him, and uh, he uh, got bed bugs in Manhattan um, yeah, for in his Airbnb, and then he he was wrapped because then he got fifty uh, percent off. He's he's staying in Manhattan. He's like, yeah, it was a bit itchy, but he's like, you know, that's a sweet deal. (laughs) That's when you know you're up and coming. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you get eaten, but you know. (laughs) I'm here doing the damn thing. Yeah, it's like you can stay in New York for for double as long, you know, more Central Park. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you've been in New York. I've only been to LA and uh, New York. Yeah, right. New York's a fucking trip, eh? I love New York. I hated LA. Yeah, right. LA's a shithole. Why did you like New York over LA? Oh, just like more to do, better to get around. Like as a tourist, a lot easier to just stay in Manhattan and the stuff to do. Yeah. With LA, it was like everything's so far away. I didn't have a car. So I was like, you know, getting Ubers and it was costing me fucking heaps. And by the end, I was just like walking from like Hollywood Boulevard to the comedy store, like 30 minutes. I was just like, I'll just walk there or whatever. So it was just like... You know, and there's, there's not that much to do. I guess I think yeah. it's a place that would be great if you're working there and if you have a career there and a yeah. life there, you're like, great. I get why people live there because the weather is nice. But just visiting, I didn't do any of the cool shit. I didn't go to Disneyland. I Because that's like an hour and a half away. Yeah, I was like in Anaheim yeah. and the guy I was with had already been. So I was like, he's like, I don't want to go again. I've already been before. And Dude. I was like, well, I want to go with someone who actually wants to be there. So As I'll just comedian, go next time. You have to go to Disneyland. Of course. The fucking material that comes out of that place. I went to Movie World on Friday. It hadn't been since I was oh, 10. Oh, I saw that on your story. Yeah, it was sick. Do you have a ball? I mean, yeah, I went on that new Hypercoaster one. and Which one's that? It's like Is that the Joker the, one? Yeah, the Joker yeah, one. It's like okay. the purple one. It's really long. Yeah, it goes right. for about two minutes. You know, the Fuck Superman yeah. ride goes like 45 seconds max. Yeah. But this one, it's big. And, you know, like, I don't know. When I go on a roller coaster that's hectic... For the rest of the day, I feel like someone kicked me in the balls three hours ago. <laughs> you know, like, I have that feeling of, like... I the feel like, pit. Yeah, the pit in your stomach. Yeah. I'm just like, someone's got me but hours ago and I'm still walking around with the pain. That's how I felt all day after that. So, you know, it was good. Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. And um, I went on the Scooby-Doo twice. That's my favourite ride. The, Scoop- the oh, Scooby-Doo ride That's like ride the way you get in the cart. Yeah. And then, you know what? That actually is a fucking gangster ride, It's isn't a banger it? and you go backwards and then it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's you, all dark and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's cool. That one was good. Yeah, well, the old uh, the old Disneyland trip, that'll fucking blow your noodle. I definitely want to go to Disneyland it's next so time. It's so weird. I think I'm going to go to... America a couple of times next year because we're trying to like build a few things over there yeah like just with podcasting and stuff so hopefully I'll make it over there and get a chance so how long have you been doing the podcast because uh, you started podcast. radio right yeah we're, we're back on radio I'm doing radio tonight in Broad Beach yeah to, yeah uh, so, so we're we started on radio like October 2017 yeah um, and, and how did that all Lewis come about uh, well I was about to say that's I almost said that's how Luke and Lewis sharted uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at one point surely uh, don't lie to me yeah. <laughs> so it all started where we just I knew Cackling Jack who is uh, his name is Jack Post the third guy of Hamish and Andy uh, yeah. from Community Radio yeah. I'd met him a couple of times Lewis knew um, Sam Kavanagh who was Hamish and Annie's producer uh, uh, yep. he was like kind of half his cousin was family friends like vaguely knew him yeah. uh, through people and we kind of just got an email and sent in a demo like one day he just came over to our house we recorded this break about fonts like how Lewis doesn't like 
people when they wear like a comic sans with like a helvetica on the top <laughs> or like a yeah. like a times new roman up yeah. front he's like i just hate when people mix fonts i was like wait so if you have like a adidas logo and you know it would piss him off if he had a different font Anyway, it was dumb. It wasn't even that funny. I can and see it. Though. We are blindly confident, and then we just cut together a few other clips from other podcasts we'd done, like live podcasts we'd done so on you our did individuals. The, so you did podcasts before. He has one radio. called Speared Sundays, and I have one called Memoirs of a White Guy, which started, which before was our solo ones. Yes, yeah, so we had really? solo ones that we were doing, but then occasionally where we'd we'd have get each other on as guests on our own podcast yeah. and stuff. So we cut together the best moments from that recorded one break together in my lounge room with one microphone and then sent it in and looking back on that now i'm like that's very naive thinking like this is good enough for drive you know yeah, <laughs> like this yeah. is what they want font chat <laughs> and uh they loved it and they were like oh come in next week and then we met uh dave cameron who's uh one of the big uh, up high ups at sca yeah and um literally within like three weeks we were on we got put on triple m modern digital which is like a digital station yeah we started doing five days a week i quit my part-time job so they were paying you yeah i was like 18 i was just 19 maybe so i I was still working part-time at a golf club so that i literally walked into the golf club i was like i'm not i don't work here anymore i'm a radio star (laughs) but (laughs) but they only ever like gave us a they were just giving us a one-month trial but i was just like blindly confident i was like we got this yeah we're doing and uh i quit my job and I never, I should probably message him. I never really quit. I kind of just like, I'm not coming in next week. And then I never came back. I should probably shoot him a text. It's been like three years. <laughs> hey, like, bro, by the way, I'm not coming I'm in anymore. I'm still like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you do like tax yeah. file stuff, but yeah. I'm actually out. Just uh, kind of left. But that was an awesome job at the golf club. But yeah, then um, just kept on doing radio. And then we did some, eventually after about six months, we got on Fox, which is like, uh, whatever your version of hit is in melbourne oh it's like, i don't yeah it's like cfm or whatever you guys have yeah, okay. um in melbourne which is like the biggest radio station in melbourne really yeah and then uh now we're on national and uh we, then, then at the start of the year we decided we didn't really want to do it anymore just because we felt like we weren't getting a lot of benefit with our stand-up out of it oh uh, okay just because like i i'd be at shows and i was like oh so who listens to the radio show and like three people would be like Woo. I just don't think the radio is like a yeah. thing for and I'd be like who listens to the podcast and the whole crowd was like fuck yeah and I was like <laughs> okay so this is why people are coming to the show yeah, not because right. of the radio so then Lewis and I were like well let's just start a podcast so we did kind of what you did we built a studio with our own money and since we've been doing we've been doing that for maybe three months now like Luke and Lewis and it's been just killing it that's so sick, like eh? off the charts and we've noticed so much more like lewis is touring at the moment he's like everyone is coming to the shows is listening yeah, right. to the podcast and it shows the difference and you know we're back on for a month just because they wanted people to like fill in for this show they have going every sunday oh, and we're okay. just like like we still have a good really good relationship with the radio station but we're just kind of like we'll be over here doing our thing and if you want us or need us for anything we're totally happy to if it's a you know if it works for both of us but yeah. they're pretty casual like i was like oh by the way i'm gonna be on the gold coast this weekend so if we can do it so i'm just doing it from the studio here yeah and we do it via like skype call it's called isdn you just do it down like a yeah a line and it's no lag so we just do it from different studios around the country because we're always touring and yeah for different yeah. things that's kind of one of the reasons why we quit yeah yeah it's because like we ended up Lewis is in Perth and I was in Sydney and we're doing it from different studios and different time zones and shit like that yeah stuff like that and we'll be be on the other side of of the country to each other trying to do a radio show and we just don't like doing shit half-assed so 
we were just like, let's just, we can record, we can pre-record podcasts. Yeah. Like we can do two in a day if we want and just to knock it out. So we... So do you just put out one a week? Two a week. Two a week. Tuesday, Thursday. How was the... Did you see like a big difference in growth when you went to two a week or have you always done two a week? No, we used to do just one radio show a week. We were on daily radio for a bit, so we did five radio shows a week. Um, And then I guess two a week just seems like the right amount of people to come back every time. It's not too much where they fall behind. Yeah. And it's not enough where they forget about you by the end of the week. Yeah. I feel like two a week's good for us at the moment because we also have our own personal podcast yeah. so it's like three a week for each of us yeah so if you're a fan of it it's pretty easy to listen to three if you really wanted to yeah and they go for about an hour so it's it depends i probably only listen to about three podcasts a week maybe i try and listen to some it's just what, when do I'm traveling. You, what do you listen to uh just like the guys from america that you were talking about i'm a fan of like theo von and yeah. um just guys i'm a fan of but i, I try not to listen to guys that i'm s- quite that I'm similar to. Yeah. I love listening to Theo because it's like, I would you never... You can't be him. I can't be yeah, him and, no I, and I'm not... I don't want to be that. But like, when you listen to guys like, even like, you know, fight on the kids sometimes, it's like, I feel like I have a similar sense of humor yeah. to them and the last thing you want to do as a as a comic is to like, you yeah. don't even realize you're doing it. Like for a bit, I, uh, I was listening to Chris D'Elia's podcast and... Um, I feel like you're... I just I, noticed... I could see your crystalia style it, not that you take from him but like, well, i didn't I can know see who he was really similar. for like two or three years into comedy and i found out who he was like a year ago kind yeah. of thing um my mate showed me i was like oh i like this guy he's sick and now he's one of my favorite comics but i don't think my stand-up's like he's at all but definitely like just the way we your general outlook my general outlook yeah. in life uh, that's what i noticed listening to his podcast is like i was agreeing You're like with i the get dumb shit this, that yeah. he was saying like it was and i was like i don't want to listen to this anymore because i don't want to take you know, it's like those things where you hear something six months ago and then, then you, you forget your idea. You forget about that you've heard it and then you say it on a podcast and then yeah. it's like, oh, that's not my idea. I heard that six months ago. I buried it so deep in my brain. Yeah. And then so I just didn't want that to happen. So I, that's one annoying thing about creating so much content yourself is I am wary of uh, list, like listening to too much of it, consuming yeah. too much. So then I don't want it to affect what I put out. I've been going... I, I totally agree. Yeah. And I've like, I think with you guys, it it's different because you're coming up with new material. Like I sort of don't have any, like I'm really just, it's anything that I say is just through what you, the guest says. Essentially. But there still is like a conversational style. Like when yeah. you listen to Joe Rogan, you know what you're going to get yeah. out of that. You're like, yeah. you know what kind of questions he's going to ask, what he's going to delve more into. Mm. And it's usually like, the weird hypothetical like it depends what kind of a guest he has on it mm. but like often they talk about like his podcast isn't funny and it's not supposed to be so that's i don't think his stand-up's that funny though a lot of time and I, think, I watched him at the store i think he was trying some new stuff when i was there it's just like i think his comedy is kind of like his podcast it's very intellectual it's very deep I, I like silly shit. I just yeah. love dumb stuff. Like, I watching Dalia and Brian Callen at the store last year was, like, just, like, yeah. I was like, okay, this is, like, definitely down my alley. Like, Brian's on stage talking about fucking birds for, like, 20 minutes. And I was just, not fucking birds. Like, I just, I shouldn't have said fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking about railing birds. <laughs> he was just talking about birds. Bird for banging. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and that, to me, like, that's just stupid and funny I, that's the kind of stuff that yeah. I like which means I sadly you know I'll watch it live but I won't watch it consume a lot of it yeah. online because I just want to like you don't want to parrot anything nah 
Dude, Chris D'Elia, I saw him at the store like three or four years He's ago. Great. Fuck me. I'd never heard of him before. But I've never seen anyone annihilate a room like that. Like having everyone. Yeah. Everyone in the room was like, holy shit. And then he just blew it out of the water and I felt bad for the person that had to follow him. That's Dusty. <laughs> did Straight du- up. Did Dusty follow him? No, no, no. Oh. Like, no, uh, it, he kills so hard that the next comic that comes on, you're just like, this sucks for them. Like you haven't even heard a word they say and you're like, there's no way, like you can't come on after that. Some people just have that energy. Yeah. Like there's a comic, um, he's one of my good friends. He's from Perth, Rory Lowe. Yeah. And, um, he's just like, he's a great comic. He's, you might've seen like, he does those like Aussie Disney videos online. No. Like voices over like Peppa Pig and shit like that. Anyway, so he's like a great stand up, and, uh, I had to follow him few times at the lounge and i was following i did a whole week run there we we're both on same order every night and i the start of the week i just like did not meet his energy there was one set where he came on just annihilated and he's like he's like all animated he's animated and he's bouncing around the stage and i'm half of that i'm just like i'm happy to be there but my style isn't like just yours is like a flow yeah i just kind of like i'm just me up there i'm just having a chat and you know and occasionally it's ups and downs and I just didn't meet it. And the audience, I've, I had a bit of a flat set. It wasn't bad, but I was just like, oh, that, wow, what's up? Like, yeah. I did my good shit. Usually that kills. What was wrong with that? And then I was like, oh, it's because I didn't meet Rory's energy. Yeah. So the next night I came on after him, I was like, what's up, guys? Boom. And everyone was like, fuck yeah, same vibe. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. So I think sometimes you do have to, you know, at least for the first few minutes of your set, match whatever. Or ride the wave of yep. the person before you in yeah, stand and up it, a little. And then you can get into your own style and you bring it down. But if you go on and there's like a massive difference and the vibe's just yeah. the audience is like, Oh, what's happening? People don't even realise what's happening. Yeah. But what is happening is a vibe's gone, dude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you're <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That like Dusty, so he does the he does a he hosts the thing at Nobby. So yeah. he's not doing a set. I've hosted that before and apparently... It's a hard room. So someone was like, oh man, like good luck because uh, they're used to Dusty hosting and uh, I don't know how they like new people. And I went, I fucking killed. Like I was like, what? there's nothing to worry about. I don't even know if many people knew who he was. I was just, there was probably a few regulars there that were like, who the fuck is this? But got up there and had a great set. And That's sick. People... I don't know. People, all the some of the Brisbane comics were like, "Dude, this this room's pretty hard." Yeah, and I was like, "Have you not done an open mic in Fitzroy in Melbourne? Yeah. This is easy. These people are coming for comedy. Yeah, they. If you want can't to make people who have said like you know got a babysitter plan their night, if you can't make them laugh, you suck. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but like. The, I just I think maybe like in Melbourne there's so many brutal gigs that I've just done gigs yeah. in shitholes to like people who aren't listening so it's how like, do you deal with that at the start because like that would be the I mean it's the same with it's the same with any creative pursuit hmm. like there's no way that you're going to like I got lucky with this that it was a oh, really a th- you worked hard it's a great setup you built a table that's not luck <laughs> that you were the fuckhead at Bunnings that for was weeks two years, that was, this was two years ago though so that's not luck you everything you did to be there is like you clearly had a vision of what you wanted this to be yeah and that's not in luck in a sense I guess that's not many people can actually have a thing that they wanted to do and then do all the steps over two years to make that thing happen that's a skill yeah, that's is true. sticking to a thing and but I wonder though if it wasn't as successful as it was initially 
that you would if, have kept you going. Know, that's why, I mean, I think I got a bit lucky in the sense that you it did really well straight early, away. Yeah. And then it was like, it was like, it, although it's hard, it's like, well, I could, I could see myself investing in this okay, because yeah. there was a return. Yeah, clearly. You know? Yeah. But I feel like cause you'd already invested slightly, I think you would have kept going for a bit. Yeah. You would have ate shit for a bit. And I think I, I could see myself. I was like, no, this is going to work. I know, like I wasn't good at the start I was terrible but I, I had no natural ability I'd never done any performing in high school I was like a footy player didn't I was like sports captain at in year 12 yeah right. so I just like wasn't that guy and I, I'd never been on a stage the first time I went on a stage I didn't realize that you couldn't see the audience because the lights are so bright uh, that's not a thing and so you did the whole set many like. people yeah <laughs> I did the whole set like with my hand <laughs> as a visor and I like a dickhead oh like, fuck that's awesome yeah so I had no idea so then I had to overcome not only being on the stage I didn't know how to put the microphone back in the stand so I was already I felt like I had a lot of catching up to do with people who may have just delved in theatre or performance yeah. in high school yeah. so I spent the first six months working out how to perform and then I was like okay now that I have perform I should get good at comedy <laughs> like I was also doing you know trying to get good at comedy but I reckon it took me like I don't know like a year and a year and a bit to write a bit that was like bang you know this yeah. the first bit of my special I wrote I think a year and a half in what did you open with in the special I think I opened with this bit about and being in an improv class that's what it was yeah, yeah so that bit was actually one of the first bits I've obviously changed it a bit since the, back uh, in the day the the girlfriend house cleaning bit did, did you like good, that good one bit. yeah, yeah that's a good I like that bit that was also my first ever show so there's a few oh, things really? from that special that were from 2017 so with the Aussie comedy scene and yeah. this is like I'm so interested I'm, I'm like I guess I'm just super interested in the whole universe of how it works here yeah because I've seen how it works over there and I know it's not it's here. very different. Yeah, and that's like, that's the shit that piques my interest so mm. much when with anything and yep. that's why I think I've been so interested in the podcast yep. in general is because it's like, I've seen over there, I watched it all happen over and there. now I'm here yep. and it's like, I can see where it's real different. So it's like, you know how you were saying, oh, I could just see that this would work. In my head, I'm like, I can see how this whole podcast thing can work for everybody. Yes. And I'm very but interested But I see that in, as well. Yeah. And that's why I like connecting with guys like yeah. you. I'd love to get Lewis on and like yeah. create that same thing. Where well, it's that's like, why I spent 40 minutes coming to Burley on a bus today. Cause oh, I was, what? Yeah, what I should have just got that? an Uber. I, um, I would have got you an Uber. I just uh, assumed that uh, you didn't. Yeah. No, nah, I don't have a car. No, it was My fun. Bad. No, it was sweet. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was no, I, I was just like, I like going to do other podcasts and I, I knew like of your podcast and stuff because it's one of the biggest podcasts in Australia. I feel like it is, this Maybe. podcast. Maybe. It's, it's weird though because like the charts, it doesn't like, there's times where I've been like top 20 on the charts the overall. Charts, the, They're weird, man. But the charts aren't, um, don't actually reflect listenership. It reflects like if you got reviews this week uh, uh itunes also can push you out manually i think yeah because i look at some shit i'm like yeah. i'm like dude what the? like i look at the numbers i'm like yeah no there's like a lot of people like i've been this. number two before on the podcast charts and i'm like i wasn't getting as many views as joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the podcast charts are fucked but um oh, who cares about the charts and stuff this yeah, is just no. like, it's like i actually look it's more about the community the, that you yeah, build around the podcast yeah. and the loyal listenership and the return people that's what matters it's weird though that uh it it just it's like a game in a way like that's the one uh, i think i've got maybe like a bit more of an analytical mind maybe around it just in well more like maybe a business mind with yeah. it just in terms of like okay this is just a game now that you 
try to win because yeah, it's kind of like people who just sit there and trade shares all day it's like they it's a thing they understand it's clearly a thing you can make money off yeah. if you sit there all day and do it it's probably the similar thing it's like anything it's like oh you work out how to succeed in a certain yeah. area in a niche area yeah because what I, I podcasting still, is yeah for sure and i still think like i was saying before like i'm still a little bit weird about the whole like everything else that comes with it but like this bit i think's fucking rad so w- what are you weird about just the the people people listening. knowing you yeah just just there's just a lot like, of people as in like the idea of well, not fame but like fame or being known yeah well have like, you ever got recognized from oh the yeah at the airport every time i go to the airport really yeah pretty much pretty much every time i'm yeah. in an airport now see i'm at like about two or three times a day now like really? at movie world it was like three times like last night even at like a wedding i was at last night two of the bartenders got a photo so it's getting to the point where it's like yeah. I'm hitting a demographic and they're always under 25. Yeah. It's never anyone over 25. Yeah, that's another weird so just thing like, is the demographic. If thing. I'm in a bio, like I was, when I was walking down the street in Surfers the other night, I got yelled at a few times. But it's yeah. just like drunk people like, oh, he tells a joke or like referencing at something I've done yeah. or like, Lukey boy, mate. They, 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 they just, and that's, that's the thing. That's not fame. That's just being known. That's yeah, them going like, hey, this yeah. guy. And yeah. then in the morning they wouldn't remember. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, fuck, I saw that guy off the internet. What's his name? Or oh, no, the next time yeah. they scroll, they're like, oh, I just fucking saw this yeah. guy. Yeah. So I'm like, at, I'm at that level, which is good. It's great. It's cool. Yeah. It, like, it's it's kind of a thing you don't think about really when we're, you're doing stuff like this. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a lot of people enjoying this and that's cool. And it, that, it feels like a lot of responsibility though, which I feels... I guess, I forget about it. I just like, I think for a bit I got caught up in that not not like caught up in it like ego wise yeah. I just was like pressure wise I was yeah. like oh no I've got to you know churn out so much content so then people keep liking me and I was like now I'm just like fuck it like if people like you they like you if they yeah. don't they don't not everyone's gonna like you it's like when I get a negative comment and you're like okay just don't like me yeah that's fine I, I actually don't mind when people go like this wasn't funny it's like, cool what <laughs> I hate the type of comment is when people just comment something fucking stupid underneath <laughs> or like they take a joke seriously oh, that's what yeah. really pisses me off <laughs> it's like oh uh, i disagree with this it's like hold up champ <laughs> was this a stand-up clip yes or no and they're like oh yes it's like cool you don't have to agree or disagree yeah. you just laugh or, or not that's that's what it is that's what stand-up is this and is the exchange we've entered into well that's the problem with comedy these days it's like people are like i agree with dave chappelle i disagree with dave chappelle and it's like you don't have to agree or disagree with him. Just watch it. Yeah. And you either don't like it or you do. I disagree with my girlfriend 67 times a day. Yeah. I still like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what I, mean? I mean, usually if you disagree with a comedian 67 times, you, <laughs> by the end of the show, you'll be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I don't think you Why should am I with my, disagree. Like I've been to, you know, Jim Jeffries, two arena shows I've been to see him. And there's some stuff he said that it's like, I, d- I thought maybe at the time, like, oh, I don't agree with that. And it's like, no, I just was like, oh, fuck. Like, I wouldn't say that. But I'm also just like, it's a good joke. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great joke. I wouldn't say that joke, but fucking good, good on him. Good I was work. like, that's a banging punchline. I think like I'm blessed with the comedy thing because I feel like I can just take, like, I don't even look to agree. All I'm doing is that's like, the thing, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm never just, searching for it, but yeah. some people are. Twitter is. That's what that's what's weird to me. I'm like, okay, so I like stand up comedy, and it's fun for me because yeah. I don't have to agree. I can just laugh if it's fucking funny, yeah. And if it's not, you don't like it. it yeah. That's what the exchange is. Like, I'm not even looking at it as a storyline of like, mm, mm, mm. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. It's like, dude, he wasn't trying to like make like make friends or make this thing yeah. right. It was just like, this is super funny to talk about. And that's the problem as well. Like people get shitty with, uh, I think th- there's always like stories that come out of comedy clubs. It's like, you know, this comedian said this and it's like, it wasn't funny. And it was just a horrible thing to say. It's like, fair enough. That may not have been funny that night, but you, the only way to work on that material. And it's like, clearly there's a seed of an idea there. It may not be funny the first time you try it. So sometimes you, if it's a fucked topic, you might end up just, I've done it before. I've just gone on stage and I've just said something fucked and it wasn't a joke yet, but I thought like, Oh, this is something yeah. in here. Then the fourth time I've tried it, I've worked on it more. It is a joke and it's funny, but I've said fuck stuff before on stage where there's no punchline. And it's just like, okay, that was, you know, and you just kind of have to be like, on my bad, like, that wasn't funny and that's fine. So it's like, I, I hate that when people go like, oh, you just can't say that. It's like, well, he wasn't going out there. I wasn't going out there to piss people off. I was, my intention was to make people laugh. I just was bad at my job in that particular circumstance. And like, what do you do when someone kicks their toe? Oh, I've had a you laugh. one lady come up to me. I was in when someone cracks the shits at you. No, but like when it's... The thing to do, like it's like a natural human instinct. If something As kind in of when you're up, bombing or when someone comes up no, to you afterwards like, and goes, "Don't say that." No, like when say, let's just say you kick your toe, like your mate kicks your yeah. their toe, and then you laugh at them. Yeah, that's like a fucked up thing that just happened to your mate. Yeah, and you know that if it happened to you, it you would hurt laugh. like shit. Yeah, but you still laugh at it. Yeah. There's like a human instinct. Yeah, there's like a way that you deal with things. It's just laugh. Is to laugh like. <laughs> It's like some it's, people, so. There's a weird reflex there. So it's like it makes sense that comedy, like stubbing your toe in comedy, is like yeah, you're yeah. talking about something that's like fucked up, and it's like about a person that if it's happening to them, they yep. probably aren't laughing at it, but everyone yeah. else is. Yeah. So it's like it's a natural human fucking reflex to, just to laugh. laugh at the fucked up thing. It that is. You know, would suck if it was you. That's what comedy's all about. Uh, I agree. And and there was a really cool thing that a lot of comedians were posting this week. And I, I don't watch a lot of her show, but I really like her. Um, is Ellen uh, did this monologue on her show? Uh, people gave her shit. Like everyone was all the media and stuff gave her shit because she was hanging out with uh, George Bush in a like some corporate box or whatever. Oh, I was like, yeah. why the fuck would you hang out with a Republican? Is he a Republican? Yeah. 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 She's like, you know, because she's like obviously the complete almost polar opposite like yeah Democrat. of course so uh everyone's like why would you hang out with him and she like just said on a show she's like i can enjoy someone it's like i don't have to agree with someone yeah. to to hang out with them and heaps of comedians were sharing it this week because it's like the whole point of like well i guess whatever comedians trying to do is like you don't have to agree just you know just because someone makes a fucked up joke it doesn't mean they're a bad person yeah it just means like they maybe missed that one you know or it's funny or it's just funny and you didn't find it funny yeah like that's uh, what i hate is when people comment under your shit this isn't funny and you're like oh yeah because watch the video there's 500 people laughing in the theater (laughs) in the audience yeah this isn't funny it's like no you didn't find it funny yeah this is funny just not to you well that the, that's fine the andrew schultz thing like on yeah. his little podcast tour he was talking about like uh the global warming thing and then like, the animals yeah. dying and then he's like i don't need these animals and it's like yeah. it's funny i don't agree with that in any yeah, sense i saw of that word. on logan paul's podcast yeah actually. so he did it on yeah. logan paul's and then he did it on burt crush's yeah, yeah so this is what i'm talking about the bits yeah, yeah. but it was like 
It and I asked funny. why I say to people, you won't hear any of these thoughts in any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just roasting him this right is, now. This is original thoughts. No, I love Andrew. He was sick. Yeah, I, I actually wish I didn't miss the boat on it. He's was... So I was saying top three shows before. It was Theo. I've already mentioned... funny. Theo was great. Andrew Schultz was easily top three. And Jim Jeffries. Top three stand-up shows I've ever seen. Yeah, so I've only seen Andrew Theo. was next level. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, so good. Like, it was better than most specials I've watched recently on Netflix and just just his set just like the material was great and not only obviously everyone knows him for the crowd work stuff because that's all he uploads yeah. but his material is unbelievable yeah well that um, sorry, it, it made me just want to throw out everything and like rewrite all my shit it was yeah, like, you know right. when you see something better than whatever you're doing and you're like okay I need to step up and I opened for him oh uh, really yeah, yeah fuck that's cool and I had a great set and I thought I did, but I was like, fuck, yeah, just <laughs> killed. killed it. And then uh, he came in and I was like, I'm going to get rid of that shit. Uh, <laughs> like, I, but that's the thing, because, like, it's so weird when you... Here, can you just sign my death certificate, Schultz? <laughs> yeah, you kill a room, and then you're like, oh, my God, I was getting applause breaks, I was had a great set. And then he went up and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's how you kill a room. <laughs> but that's just... That's me being like, I'm only four and a half years in. Yeah. And he's, what, 15 or something. Just, so it's like... the levels, That's eh? the difference. It's just, oh, he might be 10 years in, maybe, actually, Andrew. So it's like, you know, hopefully in five years, that would be awesome. It's kind of like Dusty. He's clearly been doing it in a while. Yeah. And I hope when I get to that level, I can go on. It's hard to follow me. Well, he... The, the craziest thing with him, and I wonder if this is like something you've done or like if this is like mm-hmm. a, a comedian, um, like a... Like a I don't know, a training fucking thing or sparring, you know, like yeah. perfecting your craft. But like his whole thing is he was hosting, but he didn't do a set at all. Yeah. So then it was just crowd work I the used entire to time. Run a room and because like the same people would come back every time. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to do jokes anymore. I'm just going to get up there and I do the same thing. And, and I got heaps better doing that. That's I do that on cool. my tours. I reckon I do like an hour, 20 minutes every show on my tour. And uh, oh, except for the comedy festival, because there's a certain time yeah, you have to be yeah. out of the room. But um, yeah, like when I go like to Albury or to you know Brisbane or whatever, I'm doing like hour twenty, hour thirty each night, and I've only got forty five, fifty minutes of jokes. And so, are you just finding it like if you, you find just, a topic, and then if people are laughing at it, you kind of just keep I just exploring talk it? to people in the crowd, and yeah. you know, like uh, some comedians like Lewis, uh, uh, d- definitely is the type of person who uh, will like, oh, what's happening in the news? I'm gonna write a little kind of monologue stand up bit about mm. that like he talked about the climate change rally and he's like you know if I write a bit of that a topical bit saw that. then I can put that up on YouTube that'll go well my thing is like oh man w- w- explain why you wearing that hat and that's kind of like where it starts where, where the comedy starts for my like where that back and forth starts is like or I have a couple of questions like in my show this year I had a bit and it's in my special as well I have um this bit where I'm like what's the I tell a crazy party story but yes, I always like yeah. to open up to everyone where I'm like what's the craziest party story you've ever told and usually you get some bangers and people tell a story and you just like you know ask funny questions yeah. and like then build add, on, build it. on yeah. it and then 10 minutes later you're like you know halfway deep in some monologue about what about if I was in Amsterdam and had three thousand dollars of cocaine up my ass you know like <laughs> or whatever like yeah. there was some fucking crazy stories on my tour that's fucking awesome mate. and so you- by the way that wasn't one of the stories three thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> would it be a crazy party would story be though? a crazy uh, big asshole because <laughs> i don't know how much cocaine is i don't know it's been like three hundred dollars a bag so like 10 bags know. of cocaine yeah i've never done i've never never done a drug in my life really never even smoked weed fuck why not 
<sighs> just no interest. Yeah, fair. Uh, I drink. Uh, that's about it. Was there any reason that like? Because no, I feel like there would be. I don't like the idea of smoking something. Really? Um. So yeah. No. Okay. I just like even like smoking cigarettes. I'm like I don't know. I used to be like a state runner, and I was like, Ooh, oh yeah. No, I, I like running, and I like being fit, and I'm like, oh, what about if my lungs were black? Then I couldn't run. <laughs> so that's what I think about. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not interested in smoking or putting anything in my body that's that harmful. Yeah, but drinking's sense. a good time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck my liver. But in saying but that, they think yeah. that they, they say your liver's a pretty tough one. So I mean, it'll be fucked soon. <laughs> it went pretty hard last night at the wedding. <laughs> nah, but I got one kidney, so I don't drink. Oh right. Yeah, so drugs is pretty much that's all I got. If I okay. want to do anything else, interesting, other than just be normal. Yeah, you okay. just you have to go somewhere different. Yeah, right. But yeah, I, I didn't for a long time. I was like, fuck. I went to my. How how old are you? 23 yeah so I was probably 24 first time I did oh, any drugs next so next year, year's the year bro it's gonna be a slippery slope <laughs> <laughs> nah I honestly don't think I ever will really it's just cause it's a thing where especially in the industry that I'm in it's yeah, so prevalent around yes, yeah it's just everywhere like you could like I could I could st- stick around after a gig on a Thursday and as I was like and then I, I don't drink at gigs either cause I'm just like it's my job yeah. I'm like oh, I'm at work yeah you know so I don't associate the two things I never have like don't really ever have beers backstage before a show or anything mainly because i just need to pee yeah you gotta piss a lot yeah i'm like i don't want to stop my show and have to piss last night i had a like i was filming and then i left and all the boys went out after and i went i was driving home and i was like i half wanted to train this morning yeah so i was like i want to train but then i was like doing the math i was like here by 12 30 studio is a fucking mess because we had four people on last time right had to do all shit from i was like it's just not going to happen but i just felt i was like man i just feel like super productive yeah and at, at this stage of like my life and career yeah. i'm like i have to fucking work i think and that's I what just, i felt like since the start yeah when as soon as i realized because like i realized like that i've no well, you've plan done comedy for like since for you were young no really i started when i was 20 2015 june 2015 so how old are you i would would have been 18 and a half so like your entire maybe. adult life you've been yes. doing comedy basically yeah but I had never seen it live yeah. before March 2015 and I started in June yeah I went to watch a show at the comedy festival and oh, I was like so crazy yeah I watched Nick Cody's show and it was sick and um, and I was like oh man this looks easy and then <laughs> I was like oh okay it's not that easy <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's super I, hard. yeah I had that arsehole thought sitting in the crowd and like I'm hilarious my friends like me I could do this do you know anybody that you should be a comedian and you're like yep. group and you're just like dude you're fucking blowing it hey man Callum if you're listening do it I got one of, those one of my too. best mates and uh, he's so funny he's the funniest person I know like when we go on nights out together I don't even try I can't keep up like I'm <laughs> I'm pretty quick you That's know sick. I'm fucking on it usually <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm on <laughs> but he is like just the f- like such a fun guy to be around i already know what his stage persona will be like he does do drama he does musicals he can sing he's a so what the fuck talented. is he doing well i think he just wants to actually do something that involves being talented like musicals <laughs> so like yeah fair. i feel like a comedian is a last resort for people who are actually into performance i just want to be funny and do dick jokes but i feel like for uh I think a lot of people maybe in performing it as a whole probably look down on comedians. I think that's changing though because of the podcast thing. Oh, comedy's totally becoming cool. It's gnarly, dude. And I could see it. Like I could yeah. watch the whole 
thing. It's cool happen. to like comedians now. Like it's actually cool to be like a fan of a comic. Yeah. Where usually it was like, oh yeah, I like it. Uh, you know, Dave Hughes. I've seen him on the TV. We should go. We should go. It'll be a good night out. We'll yeah, have a laugh. That you're now right. yeah. it's like, fuck yeah. Like we're you know like Theo Vaughn's coming to Australia. We're definitely going. You round up all your mates. You DMing like, him. You tagging him in stories. You're yeah. fucking the whole thing. Like when I when I go on tour, like people are like, fuck yeah, he's coming to my place, and they. The, even though I'm only doing smaller venues, like, you know, 200, 300 seaters, the level of passion and excitement for yep. those 300 people is exactly the same as, like, what I was when I was going to see Theo. I was, like, so keen. I think that's happening in general. Like, if you look at just a trend of uh, media now, mm. it's like, what do we do? We follow people. Literally, since Instagram Everyone's- started... And then there was a yeah. follow button. Everyone and just Twitter, follows each follow. other. Yeah. And, and it becomes like this little community. And it's like, even with me, like I don't have TV at my house. I just have YouTube. Of on. course. And I it's like... watch TV either. I've got my subscriptions. That's the people I choose to yeah. follow. And that's like the world now. So like, that's the way it's going to be is like, everyone's just going to... All the social media is going to turn into and it already kind of has is all everyone does is follow each other's stories. Like everyone's making their own content. Think about it. You've, your best friends are posting content from weddings and yep. nights out and stuff. So everyone's posting their own content. We're just heightened versions of that. Yes. So we are like the people have kind of made it out of the just our uh, inner circle. Yeah, yeah. And there's other people following us. So we're just heightened versions of that. Every, we're still doing the same thing. I still follow people. Yeah. You still follow people. Where there's just some people that I guess, yeah. It, and also we so put right. in a lot more time to be followed yeah like we put out more content than your average guy who's just like oh buddy on the lake again with the boys yeah like we meow yeah. <laughs> like cats doing some yeah. weird shit again yeah like people just posting their fucking lunch on Instagram like we try harder than that <laughs> hashtag fitspo yeah so like all it is is really like you know no one would follow me if I was just posting pictures of my breakfast but I yeah. go out every day to make content yeah. that is better than my pancakes yeah yeah you know yeah and sometimes i don't get it uh, you know pancakes are great and it's hard to top so you, <laughs> you've just got to keep trying until you eventually get a viral one that people view as like oh this is good this is better than my i'm gonna now follow friends him. instagram yeah yeah because it takes a lot more to follow a complete stranger you gotta really like that mm. you gotta be into what that stranger's posting i'm much more inclined to follow someone i know yeah. than like some random comedian who I've never heard of. And see, that's the thing that I think has like interest me is just like what makes people what makes people do this shit. Like, how does it work? I, I like know? being part of uh, podcast communities. I like being part of a thing. I just like being a fan of stuff. We, I like entertainment. Yeah, it's like people want to be entertained, and TV is no longer an option for people my age or yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, and even a lot of people older are moving away from it. Uh, my parents you know instead of watching it live now like th- th- they're still a little bit behind but but now they watch like the on-demand, on-demand shit. shows yeah, that they yeah, like yeah, on tv yeah, yeah. so even they've moved on from really watching shit live they kind of like go on iview or like watch their yeah dad watches all these footy shows but when he wants to yeah so the world's definitely moved on and uh and it's cool but what were you saying before about uh, we never i realized we never finished discussing that you wanted to know something about like the australian comedy yeah, oh, I just, I think I was just getting it like, to me, it's just super interesting how it sort of, it it works. And it seems like it's obvious, everything's behind America, really. Like, we're not yeah. really too much more ahead of America. But to me, it's just like, cool to sort of watch the scene and like, try and 
It depends which scene you're talking about, though, because the scene... Because I feel like there's an underground scene, and then there's, like, the mainstream TV scene, right? So, right. So, like, who would you consider, like, mainstream comedians? Dave Hughes. Yep. Um, like, the ones who are on Breakfast Radio. Th- yeah, like, like that, that dude on The Project or, you know... Tommy Little. Those, yeah, yep. those kind of... I would see them, but, like, I'm not interested in that world. Okay. Like, to yep. me, I don't find so, that super interesting. I like you guys, like, Isaac Butterfield. Yeah. Like, guys like Dusty. To me, it's yep. so interesting because... What you guys are to me, you guys are the Theo Vons, the Brian Callens, the Crystal. Like, but you're not that I big think yet. So. You're not that yeah. big yet. So, but you will be. I and think I know so because, like, they're. You think about it. Like, where they're like what forty? Yeah, they're like thirty-five minimum. Like, I don't know how old Theo is, but like thirty-five. Yeah, be in his mid-thirties. Yeah. I think. So it's like I've still got twelve years yeah. till I'm that age. So it's like I hope in the next twelve years I I am that to a lot of people. You know, I'm, I am. I for sure think you guys will be. And Hopefully. on like a big, like on a way bigger stage than, I or mean, like as big as what those yeah, guys I mean, are, you know? Like, so Verve is the company that, uh, is, uh, is that Josh Wade's Josh one? Wade yep, yep. and Sam, uh, run Verve and they've got Lewis Spears, um, the Fairbarn boys, Isaac Butterfield, Frenchie, yep. um, Neil Cole Hatkar now, and, oh no, uh, no I think, it, no, it's public, he's touring with them. Okay, cool, I didn't know what yeah, so, like, <laughs> No, no, yeah, he's touring with them. So, uh, and then, you know, obviously, which means they have Luke and Lewis, the podcast, we're doing live shows at the end of the year as well. Oh, I did see that. So, like, there's just a whole lot of branches yeah. from this one and we and it's great because we're all great friends with each other. Yes. Every year which during the comedy festival. Which is the same festival. as those guys. Yeah, and like, you know what, the, the odd part is though, that a lot of comedians who are pushing for the um, mainstream side and want the radio gig, and I've experienced both. I've been fortunate enough to see both yeah, sides of true. it, and I picked a team at the end, and it wasn't the mainstream side. I yeah. wanted to do the internet route. I saw a more success on that side. Long term, I feel like maybe ninety percent of the people in Australia are still trying to get this radio gig, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why do you want to be on the project? It's like, what, so my mum knows who you are? Yeah. She's not coming to your fucking show. Yeah. At all. She's like, oh, that nice boy on the TV. Oh, I forgot his name anyway. He was great. He's Lynn's son. Yes. (laughs) That's the kind of people who are watching that shit now. So it's like... And it's so fucking watered down and it's so scripted and it's just like... But by the way, I think Tommy is a great comedian. I'm sure they're all funny as fuck, but they're not saying what they actually want to say. Tommy on stage, he's killer. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like all those people are killer on stage, but... But they're not saying. What I they just want don't to. know why they're pushing. Like, there's a lot of people up and coming my age who look down upon what uh, we're all doing. The people you just mentioned. I feel like you want to be in that group. You want to be in the look down group. Yes. At the start. Yeah. Like, I do. That's that's the fucking move. Like I, that's I, where the sure. real that's where the real shit is. And it's like the because nowadays I think like counterculture is culture. Yeah. People think like we've skipped a queue. I think because like I'm doing. I've thought about it like I don't know not that I'm going to sound arrogant or whatever it's probably only 10% of I'm probably in the top 10% of comedians in Australia as far as like numbers to shows like mm. not, not saying ability wise because I'm only four and a half years in or whatever but like I'd like to think that touring wise presence and fan base probably like how many comedians can can put on a show in Albury and sell over a hundred tickets. Yeah, that's that's super. Not cool. many. Yeah, like you know, I can go to Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, and Brisbane on a weekend, fill each show, mm. and that's because of the internet. Like, so I think that not many comedians, even on TV, could do that. 
Mm. I don't think so. Unless they'll put it a venue with right promotion. They pay shitloads for marketing. Yeah. I just post about it on Facebook. And I think that it it's because you there's like a real investment into like the community that's yeah. behind it. Because obviously, you know, you answered yeah. my fucking DM. So it's of like you're, you're obviously looking and you're engaging and you're like yeah you're cultivating your own i reply to like uh, on the you know the bus on the way here i spent 30 minutes replying yeah. to people's dms i was like oh it, if i've got downtime i've you know every day i get because people can reply to stories now yeah get like 100 messages a day yeah and i do my best to at least read them all and then reply to the ones that aren't just fucking filth yeah, so, right. <laughs> you know, I reply to everyone who's asking a legitimate yeah, question, like being or, legit. yeah, and being nice or whatever. And you know, some people just say just dumb shit, dumb shit. Like, oh, what are your thoughts on water bottles? It's like, oh, why would I? <laughs> I drink out of them. Yep, handy. <laughs> some people just ask you the weirdest stuff. Like, yeah, hey, man, what are your thoughts on uh, like literally like that? And I'm like, oh man, what are your thoughts on this? It's like, why do you care what my thoughts are on fucking cabbage, dude? Or they're just or whatever. Ex- well, they're probably expecting a bit. I think they're like expecting me to be bit. funny, and yeah. I'm just like, "Hey, man, not not replying to nah, that, not yeah. in this sense, bro." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I I love that shit. Like, but I yeah. just I see it. I I see it happening, and I and I don't. I mean, I know all you guys see it happening, but to me, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, fuck. I've watched this already. Like, I've literally I watched this in America. Yep. I watched this same dance. I mean, population wise, they've got got ten times the amount of people as us. Yeah, ten or oh, twenty times. Mm, oh, actually. 10. We have probably like million, 15, they have 200 million, yeah. don't they? Do yeah. they have 200 million? No, nah, 300 million. Oh. 330 or something crazy. Okay, so it's like... A lot. 11 times. Yeah, 11 more, times. 15, okay. 14. Anyway. So a lot more people. You do the math. So say you times my Instagram following by 10. Yeah. I'd, I'd be at 600K. Yeah. So you look at those guys in America who are at 500K, have big careers. Not True. saying it would be the same. True. But Very true. I'm just saying, like, you got to do a little bit of ratio wise. Like, most of my followers are from Australia. Yeah. I'm, it's harder to hit an American market because I've actually looked at how social media works and the way it works is geographically. So, you think about it. So, if you, when I started, I was just posting videos to my friends. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, I like it. So, it would come up on their friends' feed. So, yeah. then I was kind of like a guy who did videos at my high school in my local yeah, area. Yeah. Then I moved out to Melbourne. You know, all of a sudden, someone from likes. It likes a video, pops up, their cousin in Perth sees it, boom, now I'm on news feeds and people in Perth. Yeah. So it actually, social media actually works kind of geographically. Yeah. And there's even stuff where YouTube isn't actually as said, oh, we don't recommend Australians' videos as much to people in America because yeah. they don't want to see that. So if you're in Australia posting uh, without, a, like some Australian YouTubers post with a VPN from america so it's recommended oh. to americans yeah that's the thing i need to do that maybe well we do these supercross shows like um with the racing yeah. over there and like they do pretty well yeah but like on dude itunes just kills for me so much harder than any other platform like right. youtube just like dead essentially like see, there's seven thousand ha- people that say like, i have subscribers. youtube i have a youtube following so like, yeah. lewis and i have more subscribers like then you know we have like eight counter podcasts but lewis has like three hundred thousand on youtube yeah like 80k i'm like i got really big on facebook when facebook was popping back in the day well before the algorithm yeah before the algorithm so i got huge i have like three hundred thousand on facebook but then now that's just dead in the water it's like pointless it's literally like a waste of time that i spent getting big on facebook which is annoying so now i'm just like instagram's kind of like instagram youtube where i'm trying yeah that's sort of for me to push everything towards so like 
yeah, like, I don't know, it doesn't, you just got to incorporate, I think it's, you know, do you mention on your podcast that you can watch it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, probably not enough. Yeah. Maybe you just got to pull people over and you got to make people follow you on every platform. Yeah. And then so they're not missing anything, you know, check out the clips on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And that's, and even if you, you actually realize how many eyeballs are getting across your shit. Even though people might not even listen to a full episode, we have a yeah. clips channel on yeah. our podcast and some people just watch the highlights and they feel like, you know, if someone asks them, oh, do you listen to Luke and Lewis? They'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just kind of know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. They might not even listen to every episode. Yeah. So I feel like it's just a thing where you've just got to, you know, it's a game and you've got to just put out as much shit as possible. Yeah. So then this many eyeballs are going to see it. Well, that's the thing that's crazy is like, I'll, I'll we'll hear it. Uh, yeah, like I'll have weeks where I'll just go ham because yep. I I don't have a bunch of other shit going on. Yep. Or I wasn't building a fucking studio, heaps of clips and so stuff. I'll just pump it out, and then it's like engagement, everything like it goes crazy, and then it's like then you go back to normal life where, you're, where you're not up. a fucking slave to your yes. to your phone, yeah, and then it's like and you're like fuck this thing, yeah, like literally Instagram I, I and YouTube, uh, yeah, they're just like so sit quick. at your desk, bro. You want people to look at this? Yeah, be at your desk. Don't have a life. Don't yep. fucking have anything else to talk about on your podcast just edit your fucking videos yeah and then there's just like a weird thing of like i just get sick of fucking looking at myself and hearing myself and like i don't want to post anything i'm yep. like i'm fucking over i'm over me after like i had a big week last week where i was just posting about my special because it dropped last week so i was like yeah, bang bang yeah. bang i was posting every day and then i like realized i was like oh shit i haven't posted on instagram in two days and usually a normal person will be like so what i got a life i don't need to post on my instagram i'm like oh fuck if i don't post i yeah. lose money yeah if i don't work and if i don't if i go out and every night and have fun and drink and stuff and be a you know go out to dinner i'm losing money yeah like it's fucking crazy eh? yeah but yeah that's that's been like the and it's i think it's just weird when the content is you like that's what definitely I find. strange that's You're what i find business. weird yeah. i just find it weird to sit and look at myself and hear myself and that's I'm the thing so that i just don't lucky. like I'm fucking pretty I'm so lucky. Aren't I just privileged in that sense? <laughs> I'm so fucking hot. I'm blessed with looks. <laughs> I'm not, by the way, for people listening, I'm not that hot. <laughs> that was kind of the bit. <laughs> I'm like such a soft seven. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, 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 easy. And if I like dressed a little bit shitter as well, I'd probably be like a, a low six. Yeah, at you least know? you've got a haircut. I mean, it is. I was wearing a cap all day and I can see myself on the monitor. It's looking a little bit off, but that's okay. I think you look fine. Hey, man, I appreciate that. We're bigger on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. remember, we're bigger Good, on iTunes. That's no fine. one sees this. Yeah. I don't know if I like my voice. Really? Yeah. I listen to it back and I'm like, is that how I sound? Uh, and then, you know what? I've got headphones on. I can hear it. Not good. <laughs> I, I'm not that, like, bummed on my voice. That's not the I think one it's that... a little high pitch. I think I'd like it. This is how I think I like to hear myself. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, I'll do it. actually that's boring. Yours hits like a bit of a Kermit octave at time, you know, like you said. Yeah. That high, it gets a bit hey, of the, guy, how does he talk? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let's fucking do that real quick. <laughs> yeah, but it's like got that tiny little pitch when it goes up a bit. Yeah, I feel like I'm being a cunt s- right now. Strong, that. No, strong Kermit vibes. Bring it up. I don't know how to spell either. Dude, if I was green, I kind of look like him too. <laughs> you know, I I look like a human puppet. <laughs> Oh, fuck I look like a default video game character actually there's just popped up as an ad then on YouTube of a video game and I look like those three guys 
Is this actually gonna? I mean, it's not real. This nah, is budget this Kermit, is... but where's real Kermit? Hello. No, I don't know. I get what you mean, though. It just hits like that little high point, you know. Yeah. But that was a weird little. That's a weird little clip. You know what's crazy is the pe like. Well, the whole YouTube thing is like another story, but like the people making the most money on YouTube are those people making like kid toy reviews and stuff. You know, there's like have you heard about that eight, shit? The eight-year-old kids who have the channels. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Man. So my girlfriend's uh, nephew, just he's a four. She just he, he just sits there and like you hear and I'm like, what are you watching, man? And he's like watching some seven-year-old review a toy. And I was like, oh my god, this this so the guy's watching. I'm like, he's seven. It's a little kid. His parents are like, do this, review this fucking toy it's to pay off our mortgage, and then hopefully they're putting some of the money away for the poor kid. Yeah, because I think there's like, I guess it's like child acting. It's the new equivalent. Yeah, there's like been Macaulay some. Um, let's just type in toy review and see. Do you reckon like, that kid's gonna become like Lindsay Lohan and just get fully herbie loaded on other shit like she did? Would have to. Like this kid's gonna be like, he's gonna get so much fame reviewing toys that he's just gonna be like hella on the bags. He's going to like, <laughs> this kid's going to be like an animal. He's just, he's just got fame too early. He was the fucking toy kid, man. Remember the toy Who? kid? <laughs> no, like that's yeah, what that people kid. are going to yeah. say. Like, that's the fucking toy kid. I wonder if he gets recognized at preschool. He's <laughs> 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 like, he's like the coolest kid in kindergarten. They do a, um, they do like a, he goes to an all boys kindergarten and then they have to go to an all girls one and he's just like the fucking getting off the bus like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> what's his name oh I have no idea let's go down what's his twin Ryan Ryan, Ryan Mania 22 million motherfucking subscribers bro and he's like 7 I'm so jealous this, you know what this is this is two grown men wishing they had his life <laughs> if I dude if I if all if you said to me quit comedy today and you get 22 million subscribers to review fucking Lego and you gotta make jelly I'd be like bro <laughs> buy me Duplo I don't give a fuck I'd be like <laughs> I'll do connects if I have to yeah. <laughs> bring on that Meccano set yeah. and let's go to level fucking 3000 yeah I'll be like Hot Wheels beat that dude look at this kid's stage present he don't give a fuck he's, he's got no charisma can we watch this with sound yeah, fuck yeah. He looks nervous. He's just being forced. He looks like he, he's at gunpoint. <laughs> like, his parents are like... The mum looks weird. Like, she looks like the kind of mum that would do this. She looks like the kind of mum that would force her son into reviewing toys for her own profit. You know what? Which is exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like uh, the angry boy's mum with the skateboard kid. <laughs> She's the Asian angry I don't know what's mom. more racist, your comment or Chris Lilly's character. <laughs> Both. It's just, it's just comedy, bro. We can say it. <laughs> She's the Asian version. Of, no, that chick was Asian too. Wasn't the skateboard mom was Asian. Yeah, but it was Chris Lilly playing an Asian. Yeah, yeah, he was doing Asian yeah, face. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know about Chris Lilly anymore. I didn't like the new one. I haven't watched it. There's no, um, I don't know. I, I, I was a fan of like back in the day, Summer Heights High and stuff. Yeah, Summer Heights High was fucking amazing. I've watched, I watched Angry Boys too. The, the one that gets me is the fucking um, nod your head if you don't want to go to deaf school. 
I still do that. Anytime anyone says fucking, uh, anytime anyone says anything about being deaf, I'm like, not your fucking head if you yeah. don't want to go so to deaf school. You were like the one of the people who were like writing dictation on like walls and shit, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah, I was like drawing yeah. on every fucking What's the new one? Death. Dope as fuck. <laughs> oh, the new, new, the new series. I haven't watched that one. So this one has 37 million reviews. Uh, Elephant toothpaste science experiments Halloween. That's words that don't make sense together you know what that is though that's that whole youtube algorithm beta right there yes that's exactly what they've done that title is literally just like like they've put words into a random generator like oh what are kids like elephants toothpaste science and experiments and halloween (laughs) that's the post malone of youtube names yeah because he got that from a rap generator he does have heard that so what are they doing? They're just reviewing. So this has, for just the listeners, this has 37 million views and it's an Asian kid with his Asian supervisor because I'm not exactly sure what that, who that... I'm not sure what yeah, gender yeah, that person yeah, is. Um, to say that properly. Um, and it has, yeah, 37 million views. And I don't, we still don't really know. But what I love doing. that it has like a pretty hectic dislike ratio. So it's, it has 130,000 likes, but 52,000 dislikes, which means there's a bunch of people that have just been like, fuck this seven year old. But I wonder. <laughs> Imagine like being like. Other seven year olds. Yeah, other seven year olds being like, huh, I know. I, I could. Oh, I could what do, do they this think? line better. Yeah. Fuck this guy. It's like, it's called Nickelodeon, bitch. You think you know slime? Haters made me famous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This so, what do they do? Look, they, look at the gift. So, like, look at that. So, like, from a production standpoint, it's, got it's like, stand in front of a green I know screen. what, yeah, I know yeah. what they've done. Like, they've dressed that poor kid up and, and then, then they've put him on a fucking the, green screen. Oh, here we go. Wow. Uh, That's pretty intense, though. Yeah, but 37 million people have watched this and now you're bringing this to way another, more people's more attention people there. so it's like we're giving Ryan's toy reviews way more promo than it deserves <laughs> but I get why kids like this because this is just like the shit I used to watch but I used to watch it on ABC Kids Yeah, it was just like alright guys Fuck today yeah, we're going to be making a hat and this is actually heaps cooler than that I used to watch people in play school being like oh, what's the time Mr. Wolf and they're, <laughs> they're shooting out fucking elephant toothpaste out of a skull <laughs> like that's heaps cooler to watch you are, you, I said it's not a skull it's a pumpkin yeah, <laughs> you have a, it's a pumpkin skull yes though. it's a pumpkin skull you have a very very valid point did you were you ever watching uh, like High Five and the Wiggles at a young Young age and like seeing through it. No, nah, I was or probably on purely board. entertainment. I was in front of the TV, like well, you know what I used to get sucked into. Do you know? Do you remember the uh, Bear in the Big Blue House? Sort are of. You too old for that? Probably How a tiny bit too old. Thirty-one. Yeah, you probably maybe just missed that. So there's it used to be this one. His bear is like <laughs> he used to come in every day and just sniff you, and he'd sniff the camera and be like, "What do you smell like today?" And he'd be like, "Have you been drinking?" He'd talk to the viewer. Have you been drinking? apple juice and I used to sit there and be like fucking no oh, way I did. He, I, I, I did have that I mean it wasn't terrible it was yesterday so maybe I still smell like it <laughs> and my five year old brain was just like he gets me <laughs> but like looking back at it now it's like it was one of three it was orange <laughs> apple or you know apricot or something it was like dude there's only there's three not a lot of juices you know or cordial yeah he could and day. you know some days he'd be like you know have you been did you just brush your teeth and I was like how does he is anyone else seeing this every time I'd be like mom dad (laughs) I think he was watching me (laughs) yeah I did not used to see that shit yeah so look up like intro so he he sings the goodbye song at the end just look up 
Uh, yeah, intro. I do remember it because I've got younger siblings, so I feel like I was across stuff a little bit later than most. Oh no, this is going to be the theme song. Look up, uh, smell. Big man, it's like a thing. He did it every episode. He'd welcome you into the blue house. He'd open the door and then be like, "What do you smell like today?" Oh, my oh yeah, that that one. See the second one. The second one. Yeah, he's going right. to be like, "What have you guys been?" Ooh. Oh, here we go. I'm fucking this up. Mick, I need you. He's like, here we go. What's that smell? It smells like. The five year old me would be like, what? Honey. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. It's you. Ooh, tell me, did you just have toast with honey on it? And that's all I had every day. So <laughs> I'd be like, fucking this guy. <laughs> I'd be like, this guy gets me. So he was your first spirit animal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's still my spirit animal. I just wish you know. Someone's the, added to that. You know the only <laughs> thing that could make that better is that Snoop Dogg fucking gin and juice meme. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? You know where like the glasses come down, oh, and, like, like the da, joint da, comes da, da, down. Da, da. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, fuck. What was I going to say about the? Oh, I always thought that guy. His voice didn't match the suit though. This guy. Yeah, that was one of the ones where... Because, like, obviously I was at the age where I knew it was a man in but a when, suit. when you're a kid, you don't you even don't, think yeah, about that. Like, n- when I first watched Finding Nemo, I didn't know who Alan was. I was like, that's Dory. Yeah, and then true. you watch it now. I watched it, like, you know, you a few months back. It. I just walked past TV and I was just like, why is Alan a fish? <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Yeah, you can't unhear it because you, I know Alan better than I know Dory. You know? <laughs> I've seen her show more than I've watched Dory forget shit, so... <laughs> That's fucking funny. You're right, but as a kid, you're just like you don't even you don't even really think like that's a guy in a suit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Well, you I was clearly always, did. I was always that guy. Like I never could enjoy that shit because I always like it was weird. Eh? Were like, you like autistic when you were four? I feel like I could have been. Eh? <laughs> like you're just sitting there seeing through like what is an obvious thing. But as a four, like I think I was just. I'm an open guy, you know. I was just open to <laughs> I new was shit. Super closed-minded. To yeah, I was like, dude. I need to watch Scarface again or nothing. I just can't be. Oh, so did you watch fucked up movies? I too watched young? like old shit. Yeah. Okay. That's your that, your parents ruined your imagination. Yeah, but I just like I remember like <laughs> That's watching so a brutal wiggle. to tell someone. <laughs> it's, okay, it's real. It's real. You're scarred. I gravitated towards it so heavily. See, I wasn't allowed to watch crazy shit. So when this is all you watch, yeah. I'm just like, that to me, I'm like, that's a bear. You know what I That's think what it bears was? Look like? <laughs> I think it was my dad just like not wanting it on in the house. So he was just like, like he was just one of those guys that was like, I get this is what kids should watch. I'm just not gonna deal with so this. So he for was six like years. he was like, You could watch, you know, Arthur and Play School, but then he was also like, Hey mate, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> and then you were just like, Oh hello. This is a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's like a guy with a gun doing heaps of coke <laughs> and you're just like this is better than like, I don't know, Brum. <laughs> At least this guy's not in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I would, uh, yeah, I remember always like I'd watch the Wiggles and I'd just be like, I just feel like they don't want to be there. Like I never could believe the Wiggles. I believe that Anthony wanted to be there and I, but he's the guy that's still doing it. And yeah. now, and now I believe it. I'm like, he never left. Like Murray was like, fuck is I'm, I'm out. out. I've made my cash. And which was the one that slept Jeff. Jeff. He's just like, here's the thing. I'm going to do your Wiggles for yep. my character is to sleep through this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to sleep through our career. I like to imagine that one day they'll like wake up Jeff and he was just like five more minutes. You <laughs> fucks. He was just like, fu- like, and they had to cut it, but he's just like, every fucking time. <laughs> 
like he just cracked the shits. He like kicked Dorothy, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And it's like Wags tries to spear tackle him, and he starts fucking. Oh, that will be sick. Dude. Just like watching the cast, just because it's kind of like those shows where like you know they hate each other because they hang out all day. Yeah. And imagine you'd hate anyone if you had to do this with someone all day. I'd be like mashed potato. I fucking hate you. Fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I just feel so angry at all of them. Like, uh, I, that's so fucking funny. Dude, Cut, and would, then they all just turn around and just fucking yeah, cigarettes. Fucking. They're like, you're not mashing them, but probably like they just be so mad at each other. Uh, I can see that being real. Yeah. Or like one of them just like, you know, starts, he's, one of them's really sad, but he's not speaking up and he's just like, fuck it. And he's in the big red car and one day he's like, <laughs> <laughs> One more time yeah. and I'm pulling this big red car yeah. over And you can fucking walk yeah, If I have to sing about fruit salad One more time I'm driving this big red car Off the cliff And in breaking news All five Wiggles members yeah. Were killed this morning Yeah, Driving the big red car There's like CC security cam of them Just going off a cliff <laughs> Wild. Well, that's going to get me cancelled. So, (laughs) Australian comedian disses the Wiggles. (laughs) Riffs on national treasure. Yes. Uh, Because they were fucking famous everywhere, dude. Like, my buddy, I didn't realise this, but he uh, was one of the Red Bull managers and I went to his house and his kid was watching the Wiggles and I fucking flipped. I was like, you have this here? Like, I just thought it was, like, an yeah, Australian right. thing that, like, yeah. nobody... They were fucking Was High massive. Five big? No, it was just the Wiggles. They, my sister and brother would watch High Five. Yeah. And I used to always think they were fucking... You know how we're talking about counterculture? Yeah. Do you remember the Hooli Doolies? They were, like, the Whoa, C grade. Okay. Look up them. Yeah. So, there was... The, I remember There was that. High Five, like, the B grade Wiggles. Uh, high Five, I would say, was for a, maybe a little bit of an older demographic. The Holy Doolies. The Holy Doolies were like this, just Australians would know them. If you're American, you're like, what is this? And they used to have a song, We Are the Holy Doolies, and how do you do it? Look up, go to the Holy Doolies theme song. The second one. This episode's for sure getting kicked off YouTube, but that's fine. We'll figure it out. Oh, what? The Holy Doolies are going to copyright strike? Yeah, I think you're fine. <laughs> now, you know what? We get demonetized basically every video. Yes, so. because I just made a joke about the... Uh, Wiggles, Wiggles dying off a cliff. Yeah. Red and that's accident. my bad. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tap into your Patreon this week. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, oh, this is like a sad rip-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know how but you were, I used to watch this shit. You know how you were saying that like as a comedian you went on and then like you killed and yeah. then and then Schultz come on and then yeah. he killed. This is like what they felt when they opened for the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the hooli doolies of comedians. <laughs> like I'm only known in Australia. <laughs> and you kinda look at it and you're like, I guess. <laughs> I sort of see what you were doing, but we kind of already have the wiggles. Yeah. It's like, these guys need another five years to just work on their craft. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking so funny, dude. Oh. Uh, I'm Tickles. Oh, you know that the, wouldn't even be allowed these days. You nah. couldn't, if you were pitching like a show, you're like, oh, this one's called Tickles. You're like, what did you do? He touches the kids. <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna, to we're tickle all the kids yeah. on set. We're going to run out into the crowd. Dude, that's fucking bizarre. You know the one that I used to love was around the twist. Yeah. That was cool See, as fuck. I, that was weird. I think that was Australian, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think I was just like so I was into like the right. Oh, I've always been into the 
what you said before, like the the the, the ones that weren't. So that was a mainstream show around the twist. Yeah. Do you remember that show, The Shack, with yeah. Nitro? I used to be into like weird, and I look back at it now, and I talk about it with my friends. Like they like Dragon Ball Z. I've never seen a full yeah, episode. Yeah, so I like, used to like that shit. I've never seen a full episode of The Simpsons. Oh, I'm weird. Whoa. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, okay. And like I'm just into like weird shit, and I was like, oh, do you guys like that show, Arthur? And they were like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But I was like, no, I've watched every episode, and they're like, oh, what about The Simpsons? So I was like, nah. Like I know who Bart. I used is. to like Arthur. Great show, but that was a good one. I feel like I just spent my childhood outdoors. Yeah, I was. We just didn't watch that much TV. I didn't watch that much TV. Yeah, we were probably like, wasn't allowed. We were BMX kids, so it was like oh, literally yeah. all we like because we grew up, but pretty much like on a farm in like Cairns. Right. So like we were just outdoors. We were either fishing or we were just like those little fucking bogan. Uh, I was just like would make like a lot of cubby houses like in the backyard. Whereabouts did you grow up, Melbourne? Yeah, like northern suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah, okay. Right on the edge of like suburbia and where it becomes bush. So we had like nice parklands near our house. So just riding bikes, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, we were like basically obsessed with building jumps. Yeah, I used to build a lot of jumps. Yeah. We used to have paddocks next to our house and the council used to tear down our jumps like we'd build that was the battle jumps, wasn't it that was the battle they used to come in and you'd be like it had been flattened or they'd try to ruin it and we were just like that's all right rebuild time you know <laughs> well, they can't stop all of us and then <laughs> oh yeah oh. And like, like all the kids all the neighborhood the kids come out with their sh- plastic shovels like let's get digging boys <laughs> yeah that was the you shit. blow the conch yeah <laughs> That was legit it. Oh, that's so funny. That like, but the thing is, you were probably had the skill to do the jumps and ride them. <laughs> I was more of the engineer. I was like, guys, I reckon this will work and you try it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have the skill to pull off most of them. I had a lot of shit. Dude, we used to get, I was just telling my girlfriend this because we were in Cairns the other day and I was like, oh yeah, this is what like our bike jumps work. Yeah. It's like a very methy neighborhood now. And she's like, you used to go down there every, every day. I was like, every day, go down there. And every day we knew we were probably going to get beat up. And every yeah. day we still went down there anyway. Because you'd get like the big kids that like smoked and drank and then yeah. fucking kicked the shit out of the little kids. But the jumps was just like such an allure. We used to just run the gauntlet every day. <laughs> yeah, and like, get beat up like eight out of ten times. So we you'd there. risk a life of crime and meth just to do bike BMX jumps. jumps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's actually how most BMX people start their careers. <laughs> 100%. That's how most of it's done. That's pretty gangster. Uh, yeah, 100%. We used to go down there and like every day we'd like psych ourselves up because we knew we'd be around those kids and then they're just like, because they used to sit at like yeah. the undercover area. It was like very... I feel like a lot of people had very similar experiences. Yeah. Yeah, you just like run the gauntlet every day just to get a few jumps in. Just because... I feel like it was more of just like an adventure than you were really not going there for the jumps you know yeah doing it for the fucking overall adventure dude this this like screen is bringing back some memories is on the on the youtube recommendations it says the very hungry caterpillar oh, that i remember was that book, book. and we, you yeah. think of it now and you're like that is just a book where all that happens is a caterpillar a caterpillar, caterpillar. eats shit well not poo but like it eats just a bunch of stuff and the- then at the end of the book I, I don't know how it ends. Like, is there a twist? I don't even know. I think. Or it's just, does he just keep eating fruit? I think it's just a book about a caterpillar being a caterpillar. <laughs> just doing the damn thing. This is like an audio book version of that book. God, isn't YouTube just a fucking weird little place where you can basically find anything now? Um, do you want to keep going? Because I don't go to toilet, but oh, yeah, we can just, keep going. Can I yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. Are you just going to sit here and watch the I'm going to keep watching panic? this. <laughs> this is fucking good for me. This is blowing my mind. That that needs work. There's still some mods to be done on the studio. Yeah, but 
it's not in shot, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's the that's the trouble that's, though. That's what gets you. Yeah, it just means when I come on this podcast, I just go talk shit about it to other people. Like, yeah, he's a great podcast. Just but his door was fucked. Describe <laughs> the floors of the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I know that you guys can't see this, but over there, mess. Over yeah, there. it's not. No, it's great. I was joking. <laughs> it's actually great. And the carpet, I'm not tripping on it. It's better than most hotels that I've stayed at. The so. carpet is actually even acoustic carpet. That, that's a thing? Yeah, I didn't know it before. As in, like what's the difference so there's like a acoustic underlay it just seems like normal carpet to me yeah that's that's the fucking beauty of that's it though, isn't it? yeah that's the beauty so yeah there's like an acoustic underlay underneath it so then apparently it's I just see. like more dense so that the sound reverberation right so where did you guys build your studio uh it's in melbourne yeah and uh i'm not gonna say the suburb because oh, yeah, yeah. people have but it's trying a, to work it out uh yeah, yeah. is it, that a thing yeah, people, yeah, well, our fans are quite young. Well, clearly some of them, not all of them, but yeah, yeah some of them maybe are, yeah. We, we are like, we've had situations where people have worked out, like, you know, where the radio station was and well, you can just look up where the radio station is and have come there and stuff. It's weird, so we yeah. just don't tell anyone for that reason. That makes also, it's not sense. a good area to bring people in. We're in a shithole area. Uh, but is it just like a warehouse, warehouse district? Yeah. Like, is it really industrial? Like, there's a wood shop next door. So, like, you can't hear them through these mics, but sometimes we can just hear, like, drills oh, in the background. We need to move. We're trying to save up to buy a new studio. Um, yeah. You know, maybe get a couple of new sponsors. But we're still building and it's like anything when you start you got to start at the bottom and yeah you know like the fact that we've got a studio we don't even know that many podcasts in melbourne that have a studio usually yeah. just people in their lounge rooms with handheld mics so like we actually you know it costs us like ten thousand dollars to build it. so it's a cheaper set you know it costs us ten thousand dollars to to build it just over yeah you know to get the chairs and furniture and we have like a curtain backdrop and we just wanted it to look completely different as well. So we, we put orange curtains in the background because we just wanted to be like unique. We're like, yeah. what's a podcast color that no other podcast has? We're like orange. And everyone was like, I think people at the start are like, this is shit. And then now it's just like always going to be a thing where Luke and Lewis, we have orange curtains in the background just because I think it just stands out and it's like very us. There you go. Yeah, that's cool as fuck. So that's when we have a guest on that. So it usually looks like that and then we Oh these cunts are gonna copyright strike me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cool. I like that new um We that need to find the best thing, but we have all like we, we just like have jokes and like half the first twenty episodes was jokes about us building the studio, like yeah. you know, how like our curtains were wrinkly and we both couldn't be bothered to unwrinkle them. So we both started ripping each other off and started curtain rental businesses. Like <laughs> Lewis bought this steamer but he wouldn't he steamed his half of the curtains but not mine. Like, so that's, half the content is actually just about growing the show. But that's so fun to be a fan of, I think, is because yeah. you feel like you're there for the journey. Yeah. So like most of our content is just us talking about the show. <laughs> like it's like sometimes we'll talk about you know we talk about stuff that happened during our week but then we're just like all right we're, like we have a whole segment where every tuesday we do seven minutes of admin and people fucking <laughs> love it like if we don't do the admin segment people crack the shit they're like where was the admin they're like we don't want to do it but it's important to get stuff done as a podcast community like and we just sit there we start a timer and we're like all right first on the checklist today and we just like go we need to change our spotify bio who's gonna do that and then like we all just <laughs> argue about who's gonna do it and then we nothing ever gets done <laughs> 
it's like the whole podcast. <laughs> That's so fucking and, good. Yeah, and people just like, or like if you go, like go. So it, the biggest meme is go on any, uh, just go on this comment section. Doesn't matter which one it is. So we have this meme called where you sound off in the comments. Oh, Every single off. comment is just sounding off, sounding off, sounding off. So we're always like, guys, sound off in the comments below. <laughs> and all the comments are just people sounding off going like... So, and people, if you just comment something and don't say sounding off, people, other people come into the comments and just roast the shit out of you. I kind of want to leave a comment and be like, why are you all sounding off? Just yeah, a troll. But people will just... I've, I've read one like that before and everyone was like, you clearly don't listen to the podcast, bro. Oh, that's so fucking funny. So we've, we've created like a strange community, but I feel like we... We That's really like wanna, the beauty of it, though, right? We want to start. A, we we the worry is you don't want to get too in. in. You don't want to get too yeah. Because then it's people, new people feel like they can't be a part of it. So we yeah. always like go. We recap the joke. So like you know, once every four weeks or so, we'll be like just sounding off. Um, that one's is an easy thing to get on. Just sound off in the comments below, and then surely if you're a new listener, you can be like, oh yeah, that's like, a thing. It's just a thing they that's say. A thing. Yeah. But uh, there are all the things that start on our show always start because we think it's shit and we hate it really so like lewis one time goes sound off blow and i was like never say that again and then because i hated it so much the first time everyone to piss me off was like hey lewis just sounding off and then it just stuck <laughs> so it's like all these things like i don't know if you've seen it but we did this video like if you go on amy shark's wikipedia right i think we're still on there oh, um yes. so we did this thing called uh we did this video about amy shark saying hi now obviously people might know she's an australian artist if you're overseas amy shark is a singer and she has a song called i said hi we're in the song she's like tell them all i said hi oh, have yeah. a nice day and lewis and i started this thing where we made this video where we just were going around to businesses and being like oh yeah amy shark says hi or whatever um <laughs> go down to the end of career uh up we up a little bit can you like just search luke just search like luke in the in the page to see if it pops up so go go up a little bit so, so down down, oh career down, there you go career, at the end of career 2018 to present see look um so it was voluntarily promoted by comedian and digital radio <laughs> show hosts luke and lewis using posters megaphone and large homemade sign hung up next to the fox fm melbourne station logo <laughs> so they literally the wikipedia article pretty much credits us for the song's success that was not the reason why the song was popular it was a great song and the radio <laughs> played it a lot we all those in jokes start off though with us going like we were just calling each other at 1am between ourselves it wasn't a public joke we'd be like oi Amy Shock says hi tell, tell your friends and we'd <laughs> hang up and be like fuck now like so all these in jokes yeah. just start off as dog shit in jokes between our friendship group and then between all the people who work in our show and then eventually I was just like dude we need to make a video where we just tell the whole world that Amy Shark says hi so we made this giant sign we hung it over a building and we like had <laughs> megaphones and we were waving flags and people were honking us like it was wild so like that's kind of where most of those ideas start it's just like the ability I think the one thing that's one thing I, I we are quite good at is getting a thing and then making it into like a revolution a as yeah. a post you know yeah. like we did this thing with Reese Maston a few years ago um do you remember Who's him? Mastin? The guy who was on Isn't X he like Factor. He used to be oh, like an X okay. Factor. Yeah. Did arenas for a bit. He has this song called Good Night. And uh, Lewis once in the office, we'll, for some reason on the show, we we're talking about those type of people who were like, oh, I remember like those X people who like, you know, on those talent shows. And we started going through them all on YouTube. Got up to race Masson and Lewis and I were like, 
damn, this this song's a bop. Like, why do people <laughs> hate on this? This is a track. So Tune. then Lewis gets up and just starts doing this fist bumper thing. It's where you jump and you just go like yeah. that one arm completely to one side and you just jump awkwardly and fist bump. Yeah. And it became the official chorus dance of this song. So then once I just put up an Instagram story, it was a one-off thing. I was like, oh, this is funny. Lewis dancing, Therese Mustard. Within like an hour, three people sent back messages of like them doing it i was like okay so i post another one and i was like so i kept all day filming lewis in the office just doing this race master dance in the middle of like all the people working in sales and lewis is like i'm just looking for a good night <laughs> so, so that's just what we were doing and then by the end of like the week we'd receive videos with like bus loads of kids after school doing the dance like 50 kids in a bus like i'm just looking for he became such a celebrity on a show we eventually reached out to him he was great sport and he came on the show he's now like one like the official best friend of the show no he's shit. always at our live stuff we're really good mates with him now he's actually a really nice he's just a legend of a yeah, dude yeah. but like it's just funny how like we never mean like, like these things yeah. never we're never like oh we should make this you a don't have massive like, a, like joke writers and no. like this would be a get good gag no. this would be a good bit we, we just should, yeah. amuse ourselves and then go usually if we find it funny then yeah. other people will find it funny so I feel like that is the the, the kind of humour that I love doing like I obviously I love doing stand up and stuff but the podcast and stuff the way that humour yeah. usually goes is like kind of like taking an idea and then just seeing how long you can run with it yeah, for, yeah. and like, and and you, there's not even any plan of the end. Yeah, like there's no end to the joke. It's just like I, some of them just peter out, like that one. Some of it's like it was fun for a bit, but the the, the that joke peaked at at Lewis's comedy special. We got a whole theater of people doing the dance filmed in 4K, and that <laughs> footage exists somewhere. I don't think I've ever seen it. But it was filmed. Um, so there's just stuff like that. That's yeah. definitely like the most fun part. I reckon. Yeah, of, it's of doing comedy. It's so like it's so cool that with the way the podcast stuff works too, because you guys can literally do whatever the fuck you want. Like on the oh, radio side, like yeah, um, not that I've worked in radio, but I yeah. could just uh, imagine that it's constricted. They've in been ways great and, to us. I mean, our only restrictions are don't swear, and sometimes we go, oh, we probably shouldn't talk about that on radio. That's yeah. the only. They've been pretty much giving us full creative control. But see, even that to say like don't swear and don't talk about this stuff, it's like then you can't just be, you know, you can't make the Wiggles joke no. about the Wiggles dying in a fucking big no, car can't. crash. Yeah. But it's like, that's pretty funny. Pretty funny, <laughs> hopefully. I mean, some people might be mad at that. Whatever. I mean, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. Fun, yeah you're right. But, so, like, but that's just where your mind went. Yes. And then it's like, well, true. that's that's fine. There's that's no, true. to me, there's no harm in that. But it's like, I, I feel like if you've got any form of like screen where you're like, okay, this cannot go past here, yeah. then but, it's like, you're not always going to get the full not always going to get the funniest part and a lot of people like uh, so we've, we uploaded the radio show to our luke and lewis as like a bonus episode being like all right we're doing radio for this month but also keep doing the podcast people commented on the radio going like wow like i didn't realize how much like people like i used to love the radio show and now since listening to the podcast they're like still enjoy the radio show but god the damn the is podcast so is so yeah. much better yeah and that's the one thing we've found is people just love their f- the uncut yeah. freedom and it structurally isn't as good like if you actually look at it from like yeah. a yeah. content perspective the ideas on the radio are th- they're produced by professional yeah. producers so they're thought out they have a start middle and end usually have a great punchline and are well thought out ideas the podcast is a shit meme none of the above about 
who's going to do the Spotify bio and who's yeah. going to email them because no one can be fucked. Yeah. And we, I guess, go like, is that funny? Apparently, everyone's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> Do more. Yeah, do more. So like, that's the thing we've discovered is like people don't want perfect. People just yeah. want you. They just yeah. want you to be yourselves. And that's, I think, that I, it took me years to work out is I was trying to achieve perfection in all my content and not perfection but i was really trying to like produce up, your up content, the standard yeah. and like go that's not good enough i used to have a vlog channel and i regret it now i started this channel called life of luke because it was at that weird time where vlogging was becoming really popular on yeah. the internet but i was like oh, it's not good enough for my main channel now did you can put up podcast clips anything people mm. are like oh it's you i love it mm-hmm. the, the the internet's changed since i started doing it in the last four years yeah. like you used to have second channels and b-grade content went on the second channel yeah now right. i just have this dead vlog channel and i watched the back a couple of them like these are great this is some of my best content like just filming my life yeah so i was just like but i wonder if it's only now though that you appreciate that because you have a following and you don't feel weird about that Maybe. because because that's the that's one of the things with me like the this show mainly has come up because of like i think why this show got really popular is because you got these like super famous guys that come on that like they're in such a restricted industry so like they're super professional but like i spent years being amazingly unprofessional with yeah. all of these dudes like away from the like we'd film we'd do all the professional stuff and then we'd be degenerate fucks yeah. for like the rest and yeah. like and i knew that side of them and then they'd come on this show and, and they, i'm like you're a degenerate fuck like i know you yeah you know what i mean and so then they just and then they're like the oh, true the selves gig- yeah they're like ah oh, the gigs up all right yeah. i'm a degenerate fuck and, and people love seeing and the real like, sides people yeah and it blew people away they're like holy he says fuck yeah like people would just people would love trip that. on it you know why because people because even, people say fuck yes and and even though like yes there was like what we're talking about with the mainstream media verse online is like even though and i get why maybe perhaps other comedians might look down on what we do going like oh why the fuck would you like that it's like like even though yes i'm not as good of a comedian as someone like tommy little who's been doing it for heaps longer you know I'm not comparing myself to him, but I'm just saying someone who is in the mainstream and someone who's online, even though you might look at them and be like, well, but they they should be better. It's like there's something like super authentic about yeah. like what we're doing. It's like, you're right. You, the, if you'd like me, you like me. If you don't, you just don't because yeah. I can't hide it forever because I put so I put what four hours of content at least out there in the world of me every single week on the Internet. Yeah. You can't hide behind that forever. So it's like a thing where there you are, there's a certain level of authenticity, yeah. which is why people like seeing the motocross guys, what they're actually like. Yeah. People like seeing what I'm actually like and yeah. uh, Isaac's actually like, Frenchie's actually like, and they are actually kind of like those guys. Like yeah. no one's that much of a character. Well, and I think that uh, the reason why you get quote unquote famous for something like all the people that I, I've met, and I think that was maybe like one of the things as well as like, I feel like for so long I got to see what really went on behind everything and who these people were. So it was, there was never like a veil of secrecy with me. Like I never had an image of what people were because I'd sort of always get to see everything what they were in a way. Literally from your childhood as it got brought up before, you've always looked at things in a certain way though. Like you've been like, I get what it is on a surface value, but what is it? Yeah. That's your mind. Yeah. It's clearly you analyze everything. Yeah. And I think... A lot of people don't. A lot of people see what we do as surface value and they might see 
Frenchie video and be like, oh, that guy's just a drunk hooligan. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, Frenchie is, is loose and he's, and he's, you know, sat down shoeies like, on stage. Or they're like, fuck, he's got good abs. Yeah, yeah stuff <laughs> like, yeah. Which I think, yeah. On a surface value, he has a great body. Um, but yeah, Frenchie's one of my best mates. And he's like, is that fun guy. Like, we go out drinking and he's obviously not doing shoeies on yeah, a boys' yeah, night, yeah. but it's like, you know, people at the end of the day go like, yeah, we know it's like, there's a bit for show, but it's like, fuck, he is that guy. Yeah. And there's so, there's something so lovable about, he's just an Aussie guy and yeah. he's having fun. And that's the whole appeal of being a fan of his. And he's, he attracts people like him. Yes. I don't attract that audience at all. I attract kind of like, kind of like nerds, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nerdy you know, white dudes. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got fucking Star Wars posters in my bedroom. I like Blink-182 and that's, um, I have a podcast called, called Memoirs of a White Guy. <laughs> a special is called The Whitest Boy That Ever Lived. It's kind of like I'm just running with me. You know, yeah. I do shop at Cotton but On. Again, that's like, because I... I shop at JJ's. I'm actually thinking of someone sent me now. That's the thing. And people love participating in it. Yeah. I got sent yesterday. Three people sent me this application where JJ's uh, released an application yesterday online where you can apply to be a JJ's model. <laughs> three people were like dude apply and i was like fuck yeah i want it <laughs> that's just good content <laughs> and and the the fuck part is though like i would love to get free jj's <laughs> i would wear all that shit <laughs> look at me i'd look like a fucking kmart mannequin <laughs> that's my Wait, life i've been buying embrace a disturbing it. amount of stuff from kmart lately yeah are these pants right now kmart yeah you gotta 100%. embrace it and you, and you know why people like that because even the people go, oh, JJ's. Half fillers in my podcast also probably fucking They're like, I fucking buy shit from JJ's. Yeah, they're like, well, I do too. Yeah. There, there's a certain, um, there's a certain like courage that comes with like what you do though, where you do just be yourself. And I think also <laughs> people relate to it, but they also appreciate the courage of like, yeah. he is being the whitest boy alive. Yeah. Like, he's fucking doing it. But it, it took me a while, like, 100%. Uh, to learn how to be myself on camera. I feel like if you watch my first videos, I'm doing whatever I thought I should be. Mm. I'm doing like the idea of what was cool or like what I thought people would like when in I realized. You know, people I, don't know what they like. I, I sometimes at the start of my podcast don't edit it anymore. The first twenty episodes, I used to edit out me saying um or stutters. Yeah, yeah. I used to stutter a lot, and now me stuttering or not being able to think of a word, I'm like, what's that word? What's that word? Mm. Everyone loves that shit because yep. it's all I do on the podcast. You're so right. It's me just going like um. Oh, okay. So like, uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, that's half my podcast. <laughs> but there's something I don't know. Is it in what's the right word? Endearing. Yeah, yeah. There's for something sure. like authentic about that, and yep. people just go, ah, oh, that's me. That's why yeah. I talk. Well, because that's like I think that people know that it takes courage to just like I guess. be that guy where you like you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because like the when I was doing the, sh- the stuff with Shaw, right? Yeah. So you go in there, and then it was like. uh it was just me and Chin, the their producer, yep. like trying to set a bunch of shit up. Yep. And then Shaw walks in and I'd met him once at the Laugh Factory or the Improv yep. or whatever. And then, um, damn, this fucking thing just said it's out of space. Hang on. Still recording. We might be cutting this off in, uh, soonish. Um, but yeah, so like I met him there. All good. Nice guy. And then I went into the, his studio and then, uh, he was like off camera and he was just like the same dude then the camera turned on and he was the same dude like nothing you know and that's like the people that are famous quote unquote yeah they're not doing anything different that's like that's they're just like that's the guy that yeah that he is and i think that that's what people that um 
so like oh, fuck off with this people thing. are drawn to uh yeah authenticity and i'm just gonna try and delete something off this that i don't need anymore and see if that fixes our little space problem um we can wrap it up soon anyway if you want to uh, you're making it like i'm so busy but yeah it's up to you um so I get a bit of i'll uh, i'll drop you off too so that you don't have to um I've just got to go back to Broad Beach. Yeah, that's fine. That's where the radio station is, I think. Yeah, it's I'll in the shopping drop, center. I'll drop you off there. Isn't that a while away? Huh? Nowhere's a while away on the Gold Coast, actually. Here we go. I'm going to get rid of 18 gig off this fucking drive. Boom. That should get us to oh. where we need to be. Love doing a hard clean out. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, these are recording into the computer. Just the mics are, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the cameras. Um, yeah, we're good. 17 gig, baby. We're back. Boom. Um, yeah, no, that, and that was like one of the other things that really made me think about that whole deal is we were shooting a documentary for a band and they were quite a big band. Like they had, uh, I think their first album was like number nine on the Billboard 200. Yeah. But they were like a metal sort of band. And um, so we were, I was just like, we're obsessed with them. Yeah. They were fucking awesome. Me and my business partner, like that's what we'd listen to when we'd drive. And then we saw that they were playing a show uh, in Hollywood. So we were like, we're just gonna let's just fucking hit them up and see if they want someone to film their show yeah and then we filmed their show got on with them really good and then we're like hey we'd like to produce this documentary like this is a storyline that we're thinking about and then you're making your second album yeah and the whole thing turned to shit really because like they were so like crippled by who they were and trying to like produce this album for people whereas like their first Uh. album was so critically acclaimed because it was just so eclectic and so bizarre and so like off what everybody else was doing yeah and then they got to a level of fame and they yeah. were like oh how do we keep them yeah, yeah people freak out yeah. i did that after like the you don't know me video went viral Wh- which video was so that? like you can look at it. it was like the most viral video i've ever done and will ever do there's just i i've i think and i've said this statistic on a lot of podcasts before and now i think i have to keep upping it because it literally just gets shared around every day i think it would be maybe around 700 million views worldwide like well over half a billion really yeah what do i type in uh, uh, just like you don't know me oh it'll pop up i don't own me oh own me um and it's like obviously with that song the you don't own me song i just ignored signs and it was like the most viral okay fuck here's me thinking i'm hot shit (laughs) um it's like being rare. Just look up little kids or whatever. So it was like a thing. It actually didn't go that big on YouTube. It was like Facebook, Instagram. I see it sometimes uncredited. I saw it a week ago, like uncredited. Just so like this is got- 30 million. I mean, on my channel, and then there's 2 million. But like, you know, this one has 1.3. But there's, there was three parts to it. Uh, I see it sometimes just on Facebook, like 50 million uncredited. I don't want credit for it anymore because it's just like the people you attract is just... yeah. You know, so you don't even need it. So, a, this was when you were working at the golf course? Yeah. Most <laughs> a lot of this one was literally like f- most of them were filmed at the golf club while I was working. <laughs> and I just wore sunglasses and then ignored signs with You Don't Know Me playing in the background. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. <laughs> but. Like, I was just, like, really particular with the way it was filmed. This was the first one. So, I go to the third one. So, like, this is one where I was just, like, I was... the, the Originally, this got 300 likes on Facebook. It bombed pretty hard. And I was, like, whatever. Next. And what, then... What one I got it? a... And then Lad Bible posted it. That's... Yeah, that one. This one? This one's, like... I, I could have done 10 of these, I reckon, and had, like, moons of followers <laughs> if I just kept kept on doing them. 
<laughs> this is so fucking funny. So this like video pretty much defined me for like years. Like everyone was just like, I was the you don't know me guy. And this at this time I was doing stand up and stuff, but, but you, like, I didn't get have away from well, it I didn't have any stand up filmed, so I didn't couldn't prove to people that I was funny on stage. So all I had was just me being a dickhead um, online, and that was filmed at the Chevron here. Oh right. Uh, that was in Sydney. I filmed this all around the country. On I was opening for Lewis that year in his tour. Yeah, right. So I filmed it in like different places, and um, this one was so obscure. That this is when I started trying. I was like, yeah, this will be funny if I get a massive clock and it says no rollerblading between three. Oh, between yeah, between the two hours. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's pretty. That was also on the Gold Coast. I think. Quite intelligent. And I was making merch. Like I have a you don't know me top on there. Like I was. I've toured a show called You Don't Know Me. Fucking hell. And like. So like the, that video was so hard to overcome. Was so that that so the first one kind of went a bit viral, and the second one dropped it, and it just went nuts. Like fifty million views on Unilad, fifty million views views on Lad Bible, viral thread, hood clips, you name it. Every, you know all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Got shared around like crazy. I reckon it was probably one of the most viral videos of two thousand and seventeen. That's gnarly. And then I got I literally then I dropped the third video. And I went up 200,000 Facebook likes in 18 hours. Wow. It was just nuts. Like, I, I woke up the next morning. It was, like, it was literally an overnight thing. I woke up and I thought Facebook was fucked. I was, like, refreshing my phone. I was, like, there's a glitch on my page. I was, like, well, I don't know. Because I, I went to 300,000 just like that from one video. Wow. And that it was a little intimidating being like oh my god like I feel like I painted myself into a corner yeah. I was like I'm this guy now I just have to keep wearing meme sunglasses forever yeah I'm gonna be like like Roy Purdy or whatever the fuck you know, <laughs> the other guy will, uh, and at the time I didn't even know who the other guy was what's his name Filthy Frank yeah he's I'm like this huge YouTuber internet. I'm not up with all this stuff <laughs> yeah. and all these people a few comments were like oh you copied this off Filthy Frank I was like what was that who the fuck is Filthy Frank I was Frank? like is that a guy or is that a is that a band I was like what's that <laughs> was that a body scrub I looked it up it's just a yeah, is that a, I looked up he's this huge YouTuber who just like does similar stuff but at the time I was like I don't know I bought these kids speed dealer sunnies as a joke with my friends and I was like oh it'd be funny if I wore those in the video yeah. because like I'm being a rebel and they had flames on the side that was what <laughs> it was in my head yeah and I, yeah and uh, then I dropped the third video so after this time I, I knew when it was I knew like okay I'll drop one more I'm touring a show called yeah. Yeah. great so, promo yeah. for the tour I dropped this Here's video my I was literally like it's gonna drop this day at this time so people were waiting at their computers. I, I dropped the video, posted on Facebook. No joke. I refreshed it and it had a thousand likes. And I was like, what the fuck? That's not. It was like, uh, it was just like, it was out of my control. It was like I dropped a spirit bomb on the internet. <laughs> and like everyone was just like, this is the best thing ever for like a month. And then it's, I didn't post anything for a month. It freaked me out. I just was like, how do I follow that? Yeah. And then I, I don't even know what I followed it with. Who knows what that? And then you were just like, you know I probably what? just posted some sketch. And then I was like super scared. And then, and then all the the next video I posted, all the comments were like, "Do more, you don't know me. Do more, you don't know me." And I still probably get like one comment under every video now. I do, no, even it's a stand up clip. Do more, do more rule break. It's like in broken English uh, because you don't even need like to understand English to enjoy that video. Yeah, it's just me ignoring yeah, signs. Yeah, yeah. I got twenty thousand likes from the Philippines. Fuck. I'm probably a fucking rock star there for like a year of my life. You'd be like, what's I that? I could have gone there and just like 
isn't know? there some Netflix doco about a dude that's like insanely famous in South Africa? Oh, right. He's like an American guy and he makes music and it's like number one all through South Africa. Nowhere else. And then like nowhere. And he's like walking through. Um, from, I could be getting bits of this wrong, but yeah. this is like the gist that yeah. I got. And it's like he's walking through the airport in America. Literally no cunt knows who he is. And then he gets off the plane. It's like Beatles in South Holy Africa. Shit. Yeah, And there's like a doco about it on Netflix. That's awesome. But that's really interesting. Yeah, apparently it's... Uh, fuck it's, it's like a well-known dude too like my dad yeah. knew who the guy was oh cool but yeah so it's like like that you go to the philippines and it's just yeah. like ah! yeah <laughs> it's wild everyone's got all these signs yeah they're all they're like doing rule breaks and you're, they're, they're like break this rule break this rule well, and then the one like, no masturbating on an airstrip and you're like fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the thing i got i used to get sent people's versions it was clearly a thing that was easier to participate in and yeah. people i used to get sent people doing their own like every day and then i called out this guy do you know jackson o'doherty no he's like one of those australian guys he's like he does videos where they i don't know whatever he just does videos <laughs> i'm not gonna trash him good on him yeah. he, he seems like a nice guy um anyway he did like he copied my video and at the time like i was real petty and i i did a video calling at the him time, I, I, I was real petty. yeah i was pissed off and i did a video calling him out this is my internet fame cunt. yeah Fuck off. literally that it was pathetic and then i called him out and it got me calling him out got on the front page of reddit what yeah so like me being like fuck this guy stole my video and um and people were pretty on my side about it and i in hindsight i was like a lot more people probably should have been like hey man it's not Just a big deal fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh everyone was like i think it was like the way it was worded it was like i didn't post it someone else had posted like australian comedian calls out jackson o'doherty for uh you know stealing his content or whatever and i was like joke thief you know, i did uh, yeah joke it was like it was in that real amy schumer type yeah, era yeah. where it was a lot of joke thief coming yeah you know, right. circling the internet so yeah. I, I, that's and then for a bit that was my second biggest video so i really oh, painted myself really? in a corner i was like my biggest video was me ignoring the sign my second video <laughs> was me calling out a guy for copying <laughs> and i was like fuck so uh. then i just i was so lucky then i started uploading stand-up clips and i was thank god i had a stand-up clip go viral about the vcal thing and the it was what the thing oh uh, it's just like a thing and it's an education program in um victoria oh. uh for like it's like tafe yeah. And I just bagged these like kids <laughs> about being dumb fucks. <laughs> and it went nuts in Melbourne. <laughs> and every cunt loved it. Literally everyone was like, now I get heaps of vehicle kids coming to my show or and like That's so good. Yeah, one time I got invited to a school to teach VCAL kids how to do stand up comedy and I write this bit about trying to teach these kids how to do comedy and they're all just fucking morons. <laughs> and like <laughs> like and I just say like, Oh, they're, they're like, you know, like VCAL kids just like eat glue and build blocks, you know, like like that's what they do. I've never seen a blue duck before. Yeah. <laughs> legit it, it's so then had this bit go like get like a few million views in you know and it was and i was like thank god i'm not the you don't know me guy anymore because that yeah. would have been it was just like a year and a half there where i was just that guy well and i it wonder was, and it was terrifying because I, I wonder didn't be that guy. um with isaac butterfield because i I'm, i like his yeah. stuff and but i don't really like watch his videos and stuff so what do you follow uh, just him just i like, like him. you want to follow him on instagram something yeah like that. yeah because yeah. that's what i that's where I find myself a bit at the moment is I like the people. Well, it's hard to follow everyone's content. content. Yeah. Because there's so much content. Yeah, true. Well, I don't... Th there's literally one dude I think that I actually follow and that's Adam22. Have you heard of that dude? No. Fuck, this guy will freak you This out. is what the future is. It's everyone is slightly famous in their own audience. Yeah, and if yeah, you're 100%. not in it, you don't know. Because like, 
the people that come up to me in the street, they're so excited. They're genuinely like, oh my God, bro. Like, I really, I was listening to you this morning. Like, and I was like, oh, thanks so much, man. That's crazy. And everyone else in the street is like, can you fucking move? Yeah. Like everyone in the street's like, don't stop in the middle of the bubble. Like no one gives a yeah. shit. Yeah. Everyone's in their own little bubble of yeah. their own fan base. And then I people guess. are like, like this dude, like if I met Adam 22, I'd be like fucking so pumped. And, but then like another person would not know who he is. is and wh- even what is like, he? He's, a he podcaster? has a podcast, yeah. Right. But like that, that was like, um, Theo Von dude. When I went to his show, it was the biggest fucking trip. Cult. I went, what well, I went there with yeah. just my friends and I got stopped for photos. Oh, the sick. entire time the whole Pro- t- probably a similar fan base yeah yeah but people in like the whole podcast world but that's like when i go like i you know go watch mate shows like you go watch frenchie's show you yeah go watch Su- i went to watch yeah. superwog show and stuff and then because people are in in that world yeah uh they dabble in the world of online comedy in australia so they know yeah. everyone yeah so when but it's funny that like we can walk down the street all of us together during the comedy festival it's like frenchie isaac me lewis You'd be surprised how little crossover there is. Yeah. We were surprised. Like some people, Isaac is, has a million, a million followers. People come up to me and be like, Hey Luke, can I get a photo? And they're like, Hey man, can you take this? And they, they give, they give Isaac, Isaac yeah. the phone and the same thing would happen. They, they wouldn't know who I am. Yeah. And I, I would consider I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe they wouldn't know who I am. Cause I'm nowhere near as big as him. My yeah. online presence isn't as big. So I was like, but it's kind of just like everyone's in their own little bubble yeah, of 100%. fan base. It's bizarre. Well, and then like you'd That's see the, the future. people. It 100% I reckon the, the, there's no one going to be as famous as like Brad Pitt and shit ever again. No. That's just a thing that's going to well, die. And that's like, that's my whole thing at the moment is like fringe culture is culture. Yeah. Like there's no more pop culture. Like, no. Well, there is. There's like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and but But it's but like, if you think about the Beatles, there is everybody music. in the world knew the Beatles yes. like if you were like said to someone like oh yeah what's this bit? have you heard of the Beatles yes yeah. I've heard of the Beatles but you go you know this Adam 22 dude he's got like fucking million followers on Instagram and yeah. blah, blah. and then if I said to someone oh you know if you heard Adam 22 no, no. like yeah, yeah. To basically like but, I know three people in Australia that listen to him but, but to if me you, but, but if you met one of those people would they be like oh, fucking I love him like they'd be so into him exactly yeah so I think that's just like that's pretty much the way it's what surprises me go. is how many tickets I sell around the country the ratio of my ticket sales to subscribers is pretty wild like I almost sold 10% yeah like i sold so that's a hardcore I sold, fan base i sold 1700 tickets in melbourne and i only have eighty thousand subs oh not even i have seventy eight thousand subscribers i think on youtube oh really yeah okay and like 60 65 000 on instagram yeah. and i'm selling 1700 in one market that's like crazy, so that's eh? actually a, a like that means the people who like me from melbourne are like we're going we're going but yeah and all, going. usually it's like three quarters of people know you and then so, you know people with their friends yeah. who are like oh, I don't know you but my friend dragged me along because no one wants to go to a comedy show by themselves yeah. so you often do sell tickets of some people tickets. some, some yeah. people in the crowd don't know who you are yeah. but you get them you know yeah. they, they, they're gonna come back that's the thing then, then that gives you an opportunity to gain to a new win fan them over, yeah. Yeah. if you're good then they're gonna become a fan so it's great yeah that you're right though about what you were saying where you know you can get a you can be like have someone just freaking out over you and then literally no one knows who you are because yeah. like that Theo Von thing, people were looking at me like they're just staring yeah. at me like, 
the fuck is that? Like, why would yeah. anybody take a photo? photo with that guy? Yeah, yeah, and then you just keep walking as like a normal person. It happened in surfers last night. Really? Legit, someone was like, fucking move. Like, some guy stopped to get a photo with me and some other guy was just like, why would you stop and get it? I think he thought we were like, knew each other? Because this oh, guy goes, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I watch your shit. And he wouldn't have heard all that. And then he yeah. just would have seen this guy taking a selfie with me and be like, who are these two dickheads? Yeah. Get out of the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm moving. But it's pretty wild. You know what I think is crazy getting back to like, you know, it's, I wouldn't call it a divide anymore, but I did felt that at the start between like comics who weren't, who, there's a lot of comics, especially who don't like the online thing. Look yeah. Down I upon bet it. And, um, what I just, the thing that I think is wild is like, right. So you have a great set at a comedy club, right? And someone else has a great set who doesn't have an online following. So that, so you both have equally as good set. Someone in the audience is going to look up both of us. If they get to their Instagram, just, 2,000 followers they post pictures of their dog there's nothing to like there yeah if that person is a fan of me on the night looks me up afterwards you know all of a sudden oh shit this guy's a podcast he's got videos other stand up clips I can watch more of him fuck yeah he's posting every day boom 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 that person is going to be a fan of me in like a week yeah well, that, that's literally what happened to me. Like, so I've been I, watching your stuff for that long, and I'm like, this cunt's fucking amazing. Got to get him on the that's podcast. That's very like, kind. But that, it's fucking... But yeah, it's, it, it happens exactly that quick. exactly what you said. As it's literally like, I will never understand, especially in what I'm doing, is like, if you don't have stuff on the internet and you're a comic, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. I truly believe that. Not that you're a bad person or yeah, you're a moron. Yeah. I just think career-wise, it's just such you're a... It's, you're blown. And it's such an opportunity. We live in a world now where... You got to just invest a little. It is expensive to film stand up. You know, it's very. I self funded my the own comedy special that's myself. What want, that's what I was going to ask you. Like yeah. the process of actually filming that special. So I, that, that's no joke. No, it's how many? I don't. Have you watched some of it? You've watched yeah, the clip yeah, yeah, of I was it. Yeah. It. No, I, I was watching. I was like three quarters of the way through it before. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think you would agree. It looks really better good. than most Netflix specials. Really good. Yeah, it's like I, it's definitely on par with some of the best looking specials I've seen, which I was super happy with. Yeah, and um, obviously that's not a credit to me that I have a, had a great. Oh, team you didn't of, film yourself the whole time. No, I wasn't selfie. I didn't have a selfie stick on me with seven meters away. seven four K cameras, <laughs> and I was like, just get the right shot. While I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's a guy named Connor. He lives here in Queensland. Um, he is he's done a little bit of stuff. You know, he, he filmed Isaac's one as well film Frenchies and I think by the time it got to mine he just like he'd done two specials before they really had ironed out any of the kinks yeah. and it was it's just, just super, like super polished also filmed Frenchie special in the, that exact same room so he's like I know how to look, make it look even better this time yeah. we're gonna get these the lights the beam lights behind me look great I have these blue lights that are just yeah. it just like the we just made it look great and the team that he has working for him clearly they all know each other and I met them on the day but it was mainly did me. Did you only film one show? That was the worst part of it. Is okay. the, the pressure. Because I could, I, that's that's why I just took a risk essentially filming this special. Most people would wait 10 years to film their first special. No, I fucking like, that's, I love it, dude. But I, I was love just like, what well, you guys have done with all that shit, eh? I think a lot of people, there's a misconception where a lot of people are like, you know, oh, your first impression and first impression, you want it, you want it, your first show. I'm like, dude, these jokes are never going to get any better. I will get better as a comedian, but these jokes will just get burnt and go to waste and they'll only yeah they'll only start aging badly so I'm like I might as well just film them now while I like them and they are getting laughs and whatever I'm sure I'll look back on this special I hope to look back on this special in 15 years and go holy shit I'm a lot better now yeah that's obviously what you want to do the first time you do anything right you're like that was fucking garbage but a lot of people don't they won't take the risk they won't take the risk and they won't 
have put up any footage of them in their first two years or whatever and it's like and like that's why people think we've skipped some kind of cue people like no you do special 10 years in and it's like you can't get a special right now it's like well I gave myself a special I just I've saved up all tour I knew the right you know I didn't knew the right people but I got involved I networked well enough to you know be with Verve and and so if you really all you got to do in that situation is be in a situation where you can offer someone money essentially like you your product is good enough where people do want to buy it yeah i was fortunate enough but that wasn't an overnight thing that was me building an online yeah. following and so it's just yeah, like i couldn't go film a special tomorrow and make it work no because you just have to get there's a bunch of steps you have to do before that to even exactly. get an audience who's going to want to watch yeah. it so i think the the first thing is will be don't start with the special you, you start by film a set at a comedy club mm. on the back the from the back of the room get your mate who's but like that's not going to be good no, the but first time. Yeah, no, you know, it's not so going to be like good. You've just got to do it. But you build up. Yeah. I've done that before. You f- yep. get your mate who's like, "Oh, I'm studying film and TV," and you get him with his tripod at the back, and he's going to do an okay job. And you're like, "All right, that looked good." And then next he's got time, the lights flickering. Yeah, in the you're like next background. time we'll fucking use the mic from the yep. thing. And you, you. So then I I got a set filmed at Giant Dwarf Theater in Sydney in 2018, and then a couple of those clips went viral, and I paid money to get that film. So then you just keep building, and I kept building an audience and then by this year i was like i think the next step is got an audience i i can afford it and um i just was like fuck it and i and i had one take at it because i couldn't fill that room twice it was the biggest show i've ever done by double with my shows it was 400 people my biggest show before that was like 220 mm. in um brisbane the year before or no sydney the year before so uh i was me walking out to like one take i'd spent over ten thousand dollars of my own money and had one take to get it and i'd only ever done the special in that order once the night before because i was touring a different show at the time so i went out and i was like don't fuck it up and it was you can tell i'm nervous in the first bit i think i, 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 watched, I, I watched it back and i i, I know when i'm yeah nervous. i was gonna say like from a consumer point yeah. though like it didn't come across like that it was definitely me being like oh this is it like if i fuck this <laughs> I've, I've lost <laughs> over ten thousand dollars here. Yeah. So, but then after three minutes in, I was just like, "This is the best fun. Yeah. This is exactly what I wanted to do." And you know, I've done all these jokes a million times. There was some bits where I, because I hadn't done the show in that order before, where you see me go on the special. I didn't even cut it out. Like when I go to have the water and everyone cheers. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like looking at the sheet of like, "Oh yeah, that bit's sex. Cool, cool, cool." What did you say? You actually said something pretty funny there. Oh, I, when I, you it continues throughout the show. People just keep cheering. Yeah. Like, for some reason, throughout my special life, the first time I went and got a drink and it was really awkward, and I was like, I'm just going to get a drink. And <laughs> 400 people are just watching you go in <laughs> silence. So then someone just goes, woo! <laughs> and then that's all that happened the first time. I was like, thank you, or whatever. <laughs> then the second time I went and got a drink, like 30 people were like, <laughs> all right and then because my crowd and because like the podcast culture is it just was like shit a, memes, a podcast vibe, they knew yeah. what to do yeah. by the third time i got a drink it's fucking almost a standing ovation everyone was like who's drinking water like it's just fun it's just, yeah. and i think that is that's ended up being one of my favorite parts of the special is like yeah the jokes are great but like you can really tell what kind of culture i've cultivated yes. in that way yeah. like what i've actually built like th- that was the coolest part of it. It's like, yeah, the, I've, you know, the jokes are great, but like everyone in the room actually made the special great yeah. and why I like it. Yeah. Well, and I could see like what you were saying about the whole network television thing. It's like, you know, that it's like network 10 built that. Yeah. 
or network, whatever. It's like the road that you've taken is just so, there's so much ownership over the product that you have. It's oh, so undeniable. And an, like the audience There's a 9-11 joke it. in the special. I couldn't do that on Channel 10. Fuck no. Yeah. So like I wanted to do jokes that I, you know, I'm like, that. that's one of my better jokes. It's a good joke. It's silly. I like the, um, I like the immigration bit. Oh, about the, the uh, fill in the form in yeah <laughs> we have a problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I do oh yeah I, I imitate that I didn't realize that afterwards like throughout the special like I I make a the, the no airbags joke where I yeah. I bring up I don't make fun of transgender people but I definitely touch on, oh, the, on the, the subject the, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, a banger yeah. joke it's more of a joke about a dead royal actually yeah um then I impersonate Hitler for a bit <laughs> there's a bit of 9-11 stuff in there but also I was, the retarded kid with the tambourine I mean, yeah, I call myself special, yeah. but yeah, I, I do. <laughs> you being the retarded yeah, kid. Yeah, I'm being the retarded kid. But um, I think the the subject matter, when I say that now, people who haven't seen it, which is obviously most people listening to this podcast. I think a lot of people will listen to it. A lot of it, people, yeah. what you know, on this podcast will be like, oh, fuck, this sounds edgy. You kind of watch it. It's not. <laughs> like, did you watch it and think, yeah. oh, this is edgy? No, no it's silly. It. Yeah, it, I thought it was a uh, like a a fun take on those topics oh yeah, yeah you know what I mean I'm not the one going in there trying to change your mind I'm exactly, the one like oh yeah. wouldn't it be funny if like this was how World War 2 went and I'm like oh Klaus and I do like the dumb <laughs> yeah. German voices yeah. and stuff that's my vibe is like oh yeah let's like make people squirm but then make people go oh okay cool he's not gonna do anything <laughs> that's like my vibe oh, he's harmless yeah like that's why I, I attract a, a lot of um, female audience which some of the other online guys don't usually a bit of a sausage fest I was gonna if say, you go to like an Isaac, yeah, Isaac I've worked with Isaac Frenchy. before and stuff and yeah the, their audiences they some of them don't like my silly little ah, you know I yeah. get on stage and I'm just like you know they're like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> grow a beard cunt yeah literally that vibe so I get a lot of like you know groups of uni girls coming together like 20 year old 25 year old girls being like he's I feel like funny. that's the move though I mean great it's, it's yeah. an audience that it's very unique not many other guys have it so yeah. i'm i'm happy to go i'm not trying to get girls that's the thing i'm not i have a girlfriend i'm not trying to do this yeah, for yeah, chicks yeah. so i'm just like i'm great if you if you like me like me if you don't you don't i can't control that what's it how long have you been with your chick for uh a year what's it been like having her see the like the progression of everything because that can be kind of hard in relationships so my ex-girlfriend i was with in high school yeah and she saw me go from like playing in high school bands to then doing a sold out national tour comedy in like 2018 so she saw probably more progression yeah kind of came into uh meg my current uh, current girlfriend my girlfriend is uh that sounds weird saying my current one like i'm like i'm planning to move on <laughs> it's not the case it's lovely i love her to bits the, the chick that i'm with for this bit of my career yeah. <laughs> No, that sounded fucking horrible. I hope she doesn't watch this. <laughs> I'm going to put that on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Meg. Okay. All right. If you're listening, she's lovely. Um, yeah, so she kind of came in... When you see this, she's yeah. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. She kind of came in like... I guess when I no I, like I'd had some success and she, you know <laughs> that's so fucking so funny. like no she that's not why she's with me though she's not just like gold digging because I'm not rich <laughs> like that's the thing if she was this whole segment's going to shit. if she thought I was gold digging then she's fucked it up <laughs> she's definitely realised now I think um, I can't, I can't you that. did oh is it the cord 
Yo. Yeah, it's the cord. Fucking cord. Um, so, yeah, she kind of came in, like, when I was things were already, already guy. Things, like, yeah. I think on the night we met, I got recognised a couple of times. Like, I was already, yeah, that like... Helps. A, yeah, but she didn't give a shit. Yeah. Actually. It still helps, though. It helps, though. I guess, but she, not really. She, she's just <laughs> like, fuck, you're a dog. Like, <laughs> she's like, what are these people like you? <laughs> but now she's doing uh, YouTube herself and she's oh, killing it. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so she kind of like, I met her through a musical, like my mate did a musical and stuff. So now she's like, got a YouTube channel. Fuck, that's it. She's like doing TikTok. She's one of the new up and coming TikTokers. Dude, she's going to get huge on that. Really? She's so funny. Like, we do these Bachelor videos on my channel together. And oh, that's everyone awesome. Everyone loves her. And because I have so many girls on my channel, all the girls are now more fans of her than me. That's <laughs> fucking rad. And I'm totally okay with that. That's sick. Because I'm so yeah, good on her. That's Dude, sick. We do, um, in. So, you know how Rogan does Fight Companion? Yeah. So, we do that, but for the Supercross races. Right. So, we get like a bunch of the dudes. And they're always like, uh, because obviously that's like in america the big supercross races yeah so then i get the big famous australian dudes yeah to sit in here so it's actually like quite educational because yeah. they know they're really fucking good yeah so yeah. they can like pull it apart a lot better than what i can even though yes. i was over there for so long and uh but i just want to fucking do that but for the bachelor with like a bunch of you guys uh, of course, I'm. I mean, I'm already doing it. Is that what we you guys should. do? I mean, I, like, look at Luke Kidjo Bachelor. I, I I didn't get through the whole season because the editing was just severe. But like, look at Luke Kidjo Bachelor. It's like now a lot of what a lot of people come to my channel for is me that's just reviewing the Bachelor. Awesome. I've got a one of the boys. He actually. So that's me and my girlfriend. There, we review it. She's in most of the episodes. Sometimes I do it with Lewis. Oh, this is um, amazing. Yeah, we just like literally sit there and watch the Bachelor and insult everyone it's great it's we got um i got friends that were have been on love island so yeah, like i right. wanted to go go kind of in on that but then it's like i did some love island videos last year i love reviewing reality tv oh nobby nation represent yeah fucking they the sponsor our podcast as well yeah uh rob's the the man absolutely the uh so how do you get away with playing these clips on there <laughs> channel 10 have never copyrighted me really channel 9 did with love island they took tried to take one down they tried to age they age they got one educated oh it's probably shit i said probably yeah um, right. but they did copyright strike it i just disputed it and was like it's fair use i'm comment it's commenting is it yeah commentating yeah. criticism i'm like i'm not just showing it i'm like i'm you're talking yeah, about i'm talking it. about yeah, it this so it's like plagiarism. it's actually not plagiarism it's legal so yeah, right if they dispute it you then just like I've got to file a dispute it's a pain in the ass you lose a bunch of views and stuff but yeah so it's just us shit memeing and I think uh, she's like so funny she I, she's so funny to the point where you know those people are just naturally funny yeah. she's one of the people actually earlier when you're saying is there someone in your life who should do stand up she started she opening for me on this year's tour oh she did whoa. her first three gigs opening for my shows like pretty big shows fuck and that's a not many people would have that opportunity to most people have to start an open mics and That's she's awesome. up there in Canberra in front of like 150 people and she did well like she's funny that's fucking sick dude yeah yeah I've got a buddy that I've been trying to talk to years for doing stand up like he had um he lives in LA we should do a, we should do another episode with us too on oh, 100% Man, whenever, you, whenever you guys want well I'm always in town so. well this is a this is an open once you're a one time guest on Gypsy you Tales just come it's on literally an open well hopefully your audience likes here. my vibe <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the audience is like fuck don't get this guy on again I don't really that's like one of my things is I try not to listen to the audience that much because <laughs> yeah. I'm like you're like fuck the people <laughs> who like me <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you don't know what you want I don't know what I want you know that's yeah. the way I look at it. I'm like, yeah. 
I'm like, I don't know what I want. Like, I didn't think I'd like Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, he interviews SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, and I'm that just like, sounds shit on paper. Yeah, it sounds fucked. And then I'm like, I can't then, believe you listen to that. You don't seem like that type of guy. Fucking froth it, bro. Like yeah. that's just the. Because you just find out about new people. Exactly. It's kind of interesting. That's why what the appeal of this podcast I feel is I've, you know, I've watched a couple of your clips and I was like fuck I don't know who that I'm not into motocross <laughs> yeah. I found myself just watching guys talk about their upcoming competitions and I was like oh damn I hope he wins like, <laughs> I was so into it that's like it's du- when, cool. when Dusty was here we, he, he's like oh I gotta stop for a piss and then the the, the guy who's like the Australian motocross champion yeah. lives there Oh, right. And like the next warehouse, and uh, I wouldn't know who he is. Yeah, he's so probably famous. Yeah, in he's your like, world. he's massive. Yeah, and uh, so he's like washing his bike, and then all the all the boys like the the glove company and everyone yeah. like they're all out there drinking beers, and then Dusty's like, oh, did you guys just ride? And then they're like, nah, nah, we're prepping them. And he's like blown away. He's like, you guys are prepping your your washing your bikes to get dirt. Yeah, and he like has no idea. Yeah. He's like. He's like, man, now I like really want to fucking watch this dude ride, yeah. like, because he's just watching him wash his bike. But I think like that's what's cool is like, literally just bring somebody, you know, bring I mean, someone on. And it's like everyone's fucking interesting. Like if you are doing the point where you're like funding your own comedy special, like there's some pretty interesting shit going on yeah. with your life. And if you want to go get it, hey, LukeKidgel.com. Yeah, LukeKidgel.com slash watch. Watch is where it is, and uh, ten bucks. Link. And uh, I think some people. One thing that I guess annoys annoyed a lot of my fans, even that's why you gotta gotta get to a point where you don't listen to them anymore. It's because like, <laughs> why the fuck is it on Netflix? Why is it on Stan? Put it on a streaming right. service, and it's like you don't know. They just have no like appreciation of like the actual effort, and not even the effort. Put that aside. Yes, it took years of work. Like if you even put aside the fact that it's three years of doing open mics four nights a week, working on those jokes to get them good enough for it, then. Even the monetary value alone, I would be dumb as fuck to put it on a streaming service just so you can watch it for free. Mm. It's like, I consider $10 quite reasonable considering it's that it costs 30 bucks to come to a show of mine. Yeah. So it's like $10 for all my best material to watch. That's a bargain. <laughs> That's a bargain. <laughs> so like, you got to, uh, I, you know, but I guess people uh, now that Netflix, I really think Netflix have devalued comedy. Uh, yeah, I for kinda, sure. Because yeah, you can just watch. But there's a double-edged sword to it, though, because they've. It seems like they've almost made comedy bigger than ever. They've made comedy bigger but than it's ever. Cheaper. But than no ever. one's willing to pay to watch yeah. it anymore. But that's just content in general. Yes. Because that's one of the things. Right. Like, maybe don't have too the, much time to with, go into the Patreon and I, thing. But I kind of agree with people. Like, why? I get it. Like, if you're not a huge fan of me, why would you pay ten dollars to watch my special when you can watch Ricky Gervais's for free? Yeah. Totally understand that thought process, which is why I guess it's like what we've been talking about like it's they're just gonna be for the people who either are curious to see it yeah um or are really into me and you know what everyone who has watched it so far thank god have been like best ten dollars ever spent would spend it again next time well i would spend ten dollars again and i just hope that oh that's that's very kind i hope that the gypsy gang go and listen to uh, watch the gypsy gang that's That's cool that's what they call them you guys are a gang that's what they call them oh dude (laughs) man be, I want this gang to, to now watch this special yeah, you, <laughs> only because I kind of want to be a part of a gang that's cool <laughs> can I be a part of it yeah yeah well yeah I'm part of it are, now because yeah, I'm are, part yeah. of the gypsy gang yeah, guys exactly. I'm one of you so you know support a brother <laughs> well I feel like they need to support you because you came here on a bus 
I know that's so <laughs> fucked, isn't it? I was like, oh, this is the point of my career that I'm at. It's like I could afford an Uber, but I'm like, I could save like twenty bucks. Yeah, fuck. And now yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, you really need to be getting your your guess Ubers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was staying in like this is super. I'm one-sided. staying in surfers. It's not close to here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Uh, you, you were so casual about it, like. Yeah, it's twelve thirty. Let's just do it. I'm like, oh, cool. He's got this shit figured out. Yeah, um, I was like, I can make it happen, and that's <laughs> what I do, man. I make things happen. I love it. Well, hey, we just did three hours, so oh fuck, really? Yeah. This is the longest podcast I've ever done. Yeah, Thank really? you so much for having me. No, I really appreciate. It. I really, yeah, really do appreciate you coming on, and I love the, um, I love what you're doing. I love what the whole crew is doing, and I'll uh, get the other boys to come on. Yeah, I've DM Frenchie. He said yeah. he's gonna come awesome. on at some point. Um, but and I've spoken to Isaac as you well. Get as well. Yeah, I'd love to, dude. Yeah. But yeah, Isaac's busy as fuck. Um, he's a busy man. He's he's in he's in the UK at the moment. Yeah, he's got a whole different thing going on. Like he's really yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, he's uh he's uh blown up. Probably the one of the quickest rises in the game I've ever seen. It's and pretty it's crazy. Very cool eh? to see. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I'd love to anything that I can do too, because it's like. Again, it's like not saying that I have fucking power to do anything, but it's like if I can help in any way, oh, I would love. I would on. love to help. You know, no, that's very kind. So yeah. because yeah, I definitely sit like, like I said before, I just see where this is going, and I'm like, I'm so excited just to like watch it unfold. It's cool that to be a part of like a, almost a new era of content in Australia. Yeah, and that's what is quite a cool thing. Yeah, and that's what I feel like is happening. Yes, and I, I love watching. I love feeling like I know a secret. Yeah. You know, and now, now the gypsy gang knows now the, the secret gypsy gang too. Knows a secret as you guys well. are in it. And Good if job. you want to find out a secret, lukehidgel.com slash watch. There's no secrets <laughs> in it. Actually, I reveal it some. It is a secret because you have to like go there. To, it's it's to behind a paywall, it. I it guess. Is, yeah, and so. also the Kesha story at the end is uh, there's no one, ain't no one getting to the end of that special. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the Kesha. So the, the last bit is, uh, oh boy. A banger. It's a banger. Banger. It's a true story as well, and it's fucking wild. Well, um, <laughs> oh, the Jimmy Kimmel thing. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Fallon. Uh, Fallon, yeah. Fallon. Um, well, yeah, thanks again, and uh, I'll drive you back to Broad Beach, and we can get oh, some food if you want. Kind. Have you had lunch? No, I haven't. All right, let's go have lunch. Boom. Dunsky. See you later, Gypsy Gang. <laughs> That's so sick that you... Love you, cunts. <laughs> <laughs>